following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang, bang. What is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 64 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Stank. Stank, how are you doing, my guy? It's it's very late on a Sunday night. I'm going to fully transparent with you guys. We are experiencing some major uh, technical issues. Yeah. I don't know what I did. My my solution to it was so the problem was, and if there's any tech heads out there, maybe you guys are able to help us. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't hear any audio coming out of the headphones through our soundboard. I thought maybe it might have been my phone, uh, but I grabbed like my older iPhone and because like I, I was like if I play music out of that, maybe I'll be able yeah. to hear it. Nothing. I was, and in a childlike uh, fit of rage, I simply just started smashing buttons, <laughs> moving everything, and it worked. It worked. Sometimes, listen. When they say like, have you tried hitting it or kicking like kicking your car? And sometimes that's all you need. Yeah, because I very much tried turning it off and then on, and that also did yeah. did not work. Uh, but welcome, everybody. If this is your first episode listening, and I, I guarantee you that it's not always talking about technical issues. Um, but Dave, yeah, how, how are you doing today? It's it's pretty late on a Sunday. I know you were you were out, uh, you know, daughter playing sports, and it was very dreary and droopy outside today. Oh, dude, it was so cold. And like, listen, anyone that knows me, I'm a pretty, uh, pretty big guy. So I normally stay pretty warm just normally, but like heat was escaping my body at, at tremendous rates today. So like it was raining. It was at one point, I think it was like 38 degrees outside. And these poor girls had to play softball for three games in a row. But, uh, no, we, we made it through, uh, this weekend's been fairly action packed for me than normal. I, I got to go out with you and, uh, today's guest uh to a new ramen place misoya new for me you guys are veterans of the place and uh it was great i I liked it yeah we we went to go get ramen this weekend because last week as i had mentioned i i finally got the chance to to go eat ramen for the first time Uh in six months since the pandemic there were a lot of people that were like well you could buy like listen I, i could buy packets of ramen i know i could it, it was just yeah. it was different it's not the same not the same yeah. um we ran into eric zisselman in there and his lovely girlfriend as well eric and felicia were there uh yeah yep. we had ramen and today today was well my brother's birthday was wednesday and we went out we went to my parents house today to celebrate like just along with my whole family there um but yeah like it's it's very weird like i was up pretty late like you yeah. guys you guys all know I'm super into Impractical Jokers. I was up really late watching Impractical Jokers. And the thing with those episodes is that they're all about half an hour, you know, yeah. if that. So They're very bingeable. Very. So it's very yeah. easy to just sit there, watch one, and you go, ah, stupid Sal. He, he was this week's loser. You know what? Maybe I should just watch one more episode. And then before you know it, it's 630 in the morning, and you're like, oh, geez. Uh, that's not good. Um but yeah, I had McDonald's breakfast for the first time in 
God knows how long. Like, I'm not a fan of McDonald's breakfast, but being up as late as I or early, however you want to look at it. Um, yeah. There's a breakfast place around here that I'll usually like place an order and then go pick it up, but I was starving and I did not have the time or patience to like actually order ahead. So I just went to McDonald's. But speaking of breakfast foods, uh, I've been getting tons of notifications about this from everyone, which makes me happy that so many people like see this and instantly just associate it with me. Um, Kevin Smith, uh, in the, the view universe movie and the universe of his movies, there is a restaurant called movies. Uh, mm-hmm. and they, they did a pop-up for movies back out, out back in LA, uh, like a couple months ago, maybe like two, three months ago. And uh friend of the show, Joe, Joe Enriquez, Hot Topic Joe, he went there, he oh, sent yeah. me, yeah, he went there, he told me how awesome it was, and then they went and did one in New Jersey as well. There was, uh, I forgot what the what the, occasion, the special occasion was, but they did yeah. one out in Jersey as well, and uh, they're doing a live Jay and Silent Bob and Get Old at uh, the McHenry Theater out here um, in Illinois, and the rumor was there will probably be an accompanying uh, movies pop up because the one in LA and the one in Jersey did so well. Uh, right. So lo and behold, they're doing one and it's like 10 minutes from the shop. It's eight. It's an eight minute drive. I counted. I, I say 10 minutes because you always got to worry about like finding parking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Although I'll probably just take Ubers so I don't have to worry about parking because over right. in that area, it's just, it's such a hassle, but uh, I got, I'm going opening day. Me, friend of the show Julio, friend of the show Juan, and friend of the show Vinny, uh, we're all gonna go that day. It's it's October thirtieth, um, day before Halloween, which means that at Pro Wrestling Tees, everybody will be dressing up in costumes. Uh, we've done it, you know, years before past. We we talked about it on on this Saturday, uh, the episode that we dropped with Marty DeRosa, where we talked about The Shining and uh, just kind of horror movies in general really fun episode if you guys haven't checked it out uh go back it was one of those bonus episodes the the spooky halloween episodes that uh we've been doing but that usually means that at pro wrestling tees uh we'll all be dressing up as well so myself and Vinny, jokingly i was just like hey man like we should do a couple's costume and i think it was he that suggested uh blunt man and chronic from uh jay and silent bob and jay and silent bob reboot respectively and of course, I was like, fuck yeah, let's do that. So uh, I will be Blunt Man, Vinny will be Chronic, and we'll be going to the shop uh, or to the pop-up dress like like that. You know, we'll be coming Perfect. from there. Uh, but I just found out Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes will be there both opening day and that oh. following Saturday. So I, of course, bought myself another ticket. So I'm going back to back. Um, super excited about it. Uh, we're coming. We're creeping up on the anniversary of uh, the episode that we dropped with Kevin Smith. I believe next yep. week. Yeah, next week will be the anniversary. Uh, so, like, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I he <laughs> might remember me just because I have his face tattooed on my leg. Um, well, he, he remembered you last time, right? Yeah. He said, hey, I remember that tattoo. So, I mean, it sounds like the universe has conspired to deliver a delicious treat to you. For this Halloween uh, season, yeah, it's all. It's always, it's always like one of those things where I, I have such, like, I'm only used. Every time something good happens, I'm used to just something immediately bad happening. You know, like, yeah, like it's one of those things where I remember last time last year when 
Uh, we get to record episode 13 with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. I always leave Jason Mewes out, but I feel bad. It was just me and Kevin just being chatty caffies. Uh, yeah. I remember the last time like I left and I was like, man, this is for sure some sort of make-a-wish thing. Nobody has the heart to. Nobody has the heart to tell me yet that I'm dying. Like I'm gonna come back to the shop and just my friends and loved ones will all be there and be like, "We got something to tell you, bud." Um, but no, I'm I'm excited uh, to see him again. As well as I'm going to to the outdoor. It's a live podcast drive-in. I I've never been to a drive-in, so it'll be it'll be a fun experience for me. Oh yeah. Um. But hey, also this week I I didn't I didn't talk about it at all last week. Um, but, and I only mentioned it now cause I'm staring at him, the, uh, ringside collectibles the, earlier in the summer, there was a saga uh, uh, of uh, us trying to collect these figures, the AEW figures, yeah. super hard to get. Uh, luckily friends of the show, Spencer Cantor and Steven Burton, they were nice enough to hook me up with, uh, I mean, I paid them, but they were nice enough to find them over in their area and send me, uh, Jericho, the Bucks, uh, who else? Cody and Kenny. And then I had already ordered Brandy uh, through Ringside Collectibles. Well, two weeks ago now, it was the 30-year anniversary of Jericho being a wrestler. Mm-hmm. So Ringside Collectibles very sneakily uh, dropped the chase figure of Chris Jericho. And, uh, and everyone went nuts. Everyone went insane. I was able I was, I yeah. able, I was able to snag one. A friend of the show, Juan, he... Uh, he messaged, He sent me the link, and I immediately just went to it, clicked it, boom, 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 like quick, able to get it. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And so the rumor was like, "Well, they'll probably do the same with the Cody one, and that one's even more limited. This Jericho one is one in a thousand. The Cody one, one in five hundred. Yeah. And we were doing crates, like we were doing crates uh, Wednesday and Thursday, and. I, uh, I I just I kept refreshing. I I was just on the homepage, just like every five minutes I would refresh, and then I get the message from Juan. He's like, "Go go go!" And I already had the page pulled up. And except, so when I bought the the Jericho figure, that one was only eighty bucks, and it was like quote unquote damaged, which the box had like a little crease, and I'm like, "That's that's totally fine," because those Jericho yeah. ones they're selling for like seven eight hundred bucks. Yeah. Now the Cody one, I was able to manage. I managed to snag that one. That one was more pricey. That one was two hundred bucks. But same thing. Like Frank was standing right next to me. We both did the same thing at the same time. Put it in our cart. You know, quick, quick checkout. I was able to get mine. He wasn't. And even then, um, like I was like, oh no, I don't think I got it. And then I finally got like the notification. You know, like that the money was taken out of my bank. So and I got the email from Ringside. Right. So I was like. Whew. but yeah super excited to get those like um like it's one of those where i just stupid michael was mad too what's up that he didn't get one stupid michael was mad that he didn't get one. Oh yeah i mean Cause that that guy would flip it in a second oh in a, in a heartbeat but no yeah. I'm, I'm probably gonna keep mine like i uh I, I could flip it for an easy buck but i'd rather just keep them you know like they're um, these AEW figures, I've never been much of a wrestling figure guy, but these AEW figures, they're, they hold a little bit more sentimental value towards me. Again, just yeah. like, if you go back and listen to the episode that we did with Dana Massey, like we, we've been in there in on the ground floor for as yeah. much as we can, you know, clearly like there's been other people who have contributed way more than we have. Um, yeah, but no, definitely like those figures are cool and listen, they announced like a Mox chase and MJF chase as well. Yeah. So, hey, yeah, because like, listen, 
if there if there ever was a birth of AEW and we weren't in the delivery room, we were at least in the waiting room. That's that's how close we are to AEW. I mean, we've been we've been with them since like day one. You know, mm-hmm. so. I, de- I definitely need to get my hands on that Mox chase though, because if if you guys remember when Mox debuted at uh, was it Double or Nothing, uh, yeah. as he's jumping the barricade, he's uh, right next to uh, Stank myself and hot topic joe uh which was a picture that everyone was sending to like everyone was sending to me um but yeah so uh there's man there's been a lot i think we should probably before we get into like all the like movie and tv talk real quick i think that we should you know we'll we'll wrap up the boys at the, the latter half of this uh of this review um, the most shocking and kind of just out of nowhere thing though to happen as far as like movies and TV was the announcement of Dexter. Dexter's coming back. Yes. Um, how familiar are you with Dexter, Dave? Oh, I- I've seen uh, every episode of Dexter. Um, I-, I was one of those fans that was, as probably most of the fans were disappointed by the finale a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, Showtime said Dexter's coming back. And like, it's it's weird the language they used they said it's like it's a reboot of the series, but that it doesn't negate everything that's happened. So I guess it's just a continuation, which is fine. Like I'm, listen, I'm going to talk about how the series ends and stuff because it's it's been yeah. several. Listen, years. Yeah, if you're a Dexter fan and you haven't seen the series finale, you got problems. Yeah, listen, it was for, so for the last season. For those of you unaware, uh, Michael C. Hall. He was going through remission, I believe, for his cancer because he had cancer. Yeah. He, the uh, woman who played—I forget her name—and I feel bad, but uh, the the girl who played uh, his sister on the show was his ex-wife, and they they've yeah. been going through like a messy divorce. Nobody really wanted to do that last season, but I think it was like contractually they had to. Just the yeah. last two seasons, very poor writing, you know. Yeah, and it sucks because there was like the one season that had like. Uh, it, they all just had really good casts, but towards the end of it, it was just like, oh, he's, you gotta, you gotta take all the other out to the back and just put him out. Just off, yeah. And just very lackluster ending. Like the way it ended, it was just like, huh? You're, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna do that? Like, ooh. It's very much a non ending. Mm hmm. And so, hey, them announcing that they're gonna come back, like, cool do it why not you know like there's no there's it's only for 10 episodes exactly it's only for 10 episodes there's no rule or law that says like that's how it ended and that's that and you can never no you you know there, there's a chance to redeem yourselves and i'm very yeah. excited i'm excited to see where they go with it like Vinny and i were talking about it there's no way that they can fuck up any more than they already have you know like yeah there's i and i'm not even being hyperbolic but there is literally nothing that they can that they that they can do at this yeah. point that would be any worse than what they already have done. Uh, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Well, and they've had like so much time to think about what they've done, mm-hmm. and I I bet you there's people involved that are like they've been saying, "How can we get out of this? How can we make it better? How can we make it up to the fans?" And I, I've got a lot of confidence because that show for several seasons was some of the greatest TV I've ever seen. So uh, I'm pretty hopeful for it. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Another thing that 
I'm looking forward to that. You know, we've been talking about it here like weekly just because it's, it's who we are. Um, but, uh, the Spider-Man rumors, there's this Spider-Man movie just started filming and boy, is it already the most exciting thing that is happening. Uh, so there was the rumors of uh, Andrew Garfield and, to- and uh, Tobey Maguire that were they yep. were supposedly going to reprise their roles. Um, there was a thing that came out it was on like one of those like comic news sites. Uh, I'm like, listen, whenever it comes to any rumors like this and stuff, if I don't see it directly from a like a trade, like Variety, like variety yeah. or from uh, there, there's these two fellows that I follow on on Twitter, Charles Murphy being one of them, Jeremy Conrad the other. If it's none of those three sources, I don't fucking buy it. You know, yeah. like because it's just it's so easy to make things up. Like for instance, there's rumors that Wolverine is supposed to show up in uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier, solely based on someone taking something that uh, that Charles Murphy man that I mentioned something he said and just like, Oh, that's what, that's what that means. And like the guy went on record. He's like, no, I, I, I never, I never said that. And people just fucking ran with it. Nobody checks their sources. It's just, they just want clicks, you know? And Hey, hey, sorry. That's just, that's how it works. But, uh, Sony is denied that they're cast. That doesn't mean they're, they're not cast yet. Um, right. I don't want to see Andrew Garfield. You know, like it's like it's um, everyone's like, oh, yeah. And it's like, dude, those movies sucked. He didn't even like them. Like, I know some people do have an affinity for them, but like he didn't even fucking like the movies, you know? So, yeah, but if you're going to put Tobey Maguire in, you got to have Andrew Garfield. Of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, you know, it's like, hey, okay, sure. Maybe he can redeem himself. But. When speaking of Spider-Man and different Spider-Man, there was another interesting rumor that I saw that I, I mentioned to you right before we got on air. So, uh, again, the one Charles Murphy, he reported, uh, he saw a uh, audition tape, which those pop up on Vimeo all the time, and sort of, yeah. like, help with find with de- like deciphering what's going on. Um, like, at first, there was uncertainty of uh, Wanda and Vision actually having kids and them actually being children, uh, yeah. you know, it's like Speed and Wiccan, I believe their names are. Well, there was a bit, there was like an audition tape of kids auditioning for Speed, you know? And that's when they were just like, all right, yeah, okay, we'll come out with it. Like, the kids are going to be in this thing. So things happen yeah. like that all the time. It, it may or may not be a fake, but there was uh, an audition tape of uh, an African-American fellow um, auditioning for uh, the role of someone named David. Now, Marvel's clearly not going to be like, oh, hey, you're auditioning for the role of Miles Morales. Miles. No, yeah. they're they're very secretive of what they do. But uh, from what he saw in that video, it very much sounds like they're auditioning people for Miles Morales. And I had told you earlier in the week that I'd also seen some rumblings of like, yo, they've already fucking casted this guy. And that's going to, you know, that's going to be. Yeah. So it's very interesting what's going on with this fucking with the spider-man movie like the wheels are turning and listen i mean we get hype about superhero movies all the time but like it's very rare you can take something as big as spider-man and then like add extra hype onto it so this is kind of like fun speculation going around well there's also like i don't need i don't even know we talked about this was name um smite who has like the 
um, who like goes and hunts or, or everyone you remember in, like in the comics and in the cartoon, I think it's like William Smite or some shit like that, where yeah. um, uh, J. Jonah Jameson hires him to go find Spider-Man. And there's like those robots that like go after Spider-Man. Yeah. Apparently he's in this next Spider-Man movie as well as fucking, there's still those rumors of Craven the Hunter because if this whole movie is based around, they're trying to find Spider-Man there's one man we could fucking hunt him down and that's yep. Craven the Hunter. So it's just Dude, I can't wait to see Craven on screen. Exactly. That'd be so Exactly. Dope. So it's like I don't know what's going on. You know, I yeah, have the I have all the confidence in the world in Marvel to not make it just like to not overdo it because yeah. if you look at that third Spider-Man movie the one with Tobey Maguire, that's why it just it flopped because too yeah. many too many cooks in the kitchen everyone trying to do way too much way more than they could slash should have and it just it wound up that's why it wound up flopping um well listen if, if friend of the show kevin f has anything to do with it this will be a great movie exactly so i'm i'm pretty excited about that speaking of all of like of movies as well um if any of you follow me like i don't know me personally you know how i'm not i, I used to be catholic i guess growing up um yeah. i i don't really f- worship anything um except for the movie mad max fury road like that's something i worship religiously uh and there was talks of them not doing a sequel but a prequel of sorts uh based on the character uh, that uh charlize theron played uh which was uh furiosa yeah and earlier this week they announced like the movie has been because it's insane mad max Fury Road didn't make a lot of money. Like Which is crazy. Crazy. If any of you haven't seen that movie, stop stop what you're doing right now and, and watch it. Go watch it. It well, is first, first thing too. Have you ever heard anyone say I watched Mad Max Fury Road and it was okay? <laughs> like I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about this movie. Never. Like Yeah. Ever. It was just that's why it's like it's insane to it's me. Yeah. yeah. But uh they're trying to get this prequel greenlit and in doing so they've gone and casted Anya Taylor joy who she was recently in the new mutants movie shoes in um, Mr. Glass, the, the one that came before it too with the split in uh, the witch. She's really, really great actress, really a good. Um, they casted Mr. Dr. Manhattan himself, Yaya Abdul Mateen, the second, my favorite, big name, fan. my favorite name yeah. in Hollywood. Uh, and then none other, but Chris Hemsworth. So they're, bringing in these big names in hopes that they'll go ahead. I believe it's universal. The universal will go ahead and just, and green light it because yeah, man, like that would be fucking awesome. Like bad Max Fury road is such a good movie. Um, I've I've admittedly never seen any of the other Mad Max movies, but you don't have to like, that's, that's, you kind of don't have to at all. No, I went in blank. I went in blank, not knowing what this movie was. It was myself and uh, an ex-girlfriend at the time. We ditched work, and we're just like, oh, we should just go to the movies. All right. Uh, and I don't know what we were trying to go watch, but it wasn't playing. And in, in its place, we went to go see Mad Max Fury Road, and she was like, she was high as fuck, you know? She was, <laughs> yeah. she was lit like a Christmas tree. I've never partaken in drugs myself. I've never smoked anything. 
if there but it had there been a time it would have been then and there yeah because it's a feast for the eyes it's so good yeah i i love watching it on my giant 80 inch television because it's just it's an experience like if they put it out in imax i would a thousand percent go and watch it just because yeah again that is something that much like like you have to experience it you know well also like I'll, I'll compare that movie to another movie that I like, but is critically panned by almost everyone. So like the Wachowskis did Speed Racer. Uh-huh. And to me, they're almost visual, visually similar, but like you can tell everything they did in Speed Racer was just, it's contrived CGI. Mm-hmm. Like the, the beauty of Mad Max is a lot of it's just practical. Uh, you know what I mean? They, there's clearly CGI in the movie, but like, most of the, the stunning visual stuff and the scale of it is all practical. So like, it's always going to look good. You know what I mean? Well, the, the, like the rule of thumb was if they physically could not do it, then like yeah. if George Miller could not, if he could blow up a car, he would blow up it's a car. Blown up. Yeah. They were yep. literally in the middle of the fucking desert, just blowing things up. Like it was, it's- insane like if you ever watch one of those behind the scenes videos you realize how little cg they actually used and yeah just insane but it's mostly weather effects and stuff but like all the the stuff that's happening is really happening mm-hmm. so yeah so listen if they can kick off that cinematic universe i'm all for it that'd be great uh yeah. but and before we get into this week's interview we got to talk about this a cinematic universe as well oh really quick before i forget uh shout out to the sponsor of the show we got freelance wrestling uh m3 toys uh cryptic closet and gorilla publishing go check them out uh go hit the description for this episode all the links for those wonderful people are there along with accompanying coupon codes uh so go check out the wonderful sponsors of the show but uh over speaking about cinematic universes we got to talk about this one that's been rumored to become into fruition which if it happens i'll be excited yeah uh i've been non-stop talking about hubie halloween hubie and how much i loved it well uh apparently adam sandler wants to get into the uh like making a movie with all his other characters which i i think he can do it i think he could pull that off like it's all his movies are pretty much grounded in reality aside from like part. little Nikki and click, yeah. I guess. Um, but I think like all those happy Madison production, like they can definitely be scooped in and put together in one universe. I guess, I guess the only thing would be like, what character do you follow? Right. Like who would be the protagonist? Um, Listen, I would love to revisit The Water Boy and Happy Gilmore, uh, Little Nicky, like all these characters that he's played in the past. As yeah. as Brody King said, I would die for Adam Sandler, and yes, I'm I'm I feel that same sentiment as well. I don't go into an Adam Sandler movie expecting The Departed, and I'm not going to pretend that like his cinematic universe will be as well constructed and thought out as the Marvel cinematic universe, but I'm all in, man. I am fucking in. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you don't watch an Adam Sandler movie for all that stuff. Anyways, like 
you you go to, and he he's been slowly lacing things. You know, you'll always see the you can do it guy in like every other movie, and he's always putting references to other stuff. So he's he's kind of been slowly connecting all the movies. But yeah, I'm interested to see. He seems like he's having a lot of fun with this Netflix deal. <laughs> yeah, and I mean so, they pay this guy this pay they pay this guy a king's ransom to fly out to Hawaii yeah. and make movies with all his best friends. Like he wins, you know. Yeah, and and all those Hollywood cynics that just shit on every single movie that he does. This guy's being a he's being a multimillionaire, giving his friends Maseratis like he did on Grown Ups, mm-hmm. and just making the stuff he wants to make. So, what's the hate, right? Yeah. Um, I really hope they can pull that off. I'm. That'd be sweet. It'd be so sweet. Uh, but hey, let's get into this week's episode. This week we brought back a uh, friend of the show, uh, Frank Spahik. He is the Dave. What is his What is his work title? He is the uh, vice president of worldwide operations for Pro Wrestling Tees. Exactly. Um, but if you've been to the shop, you know him. He, I, you know, he's. Uh, he he's somewhat of like a, a big brother to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I very, very much like a mentor of mine. I, I pride myself on like working as hard as he works as uh, you know, work. Like I posted yesterday, I did one of those things. Um, I, I do mostly every time I'm doing laundry where it's like, Oh, ask me a random question, which a lot of people got mad that I was just like, I don't care about J Cole. Um, sorry guys. I just don't really <laughs> care about J Cole. Uh, but someone someone asked me, they're like, what is what is the one what's something you've learned from working with Ryan? Uh, and I was uh, luckily I found a, like a perfect clip that kind of just summarizes his work ethic in the uh, behind the merch documentary that we were featured in uh, where he says, you know, I believe in like if you answer all the text messages, all the emails, um, you know, the customer will always be around. They won't go anywhere else, you know, because you're there providing them the customer service along with yep. never, never stop working. And so I posted, if, you know, I was like, oh, that, you know, he's, what is he taught me? Never stop working. Don't trust anybody. Only trust him, which I know the last two are very contradictory, but yeah. <laughs> um, but like along with that, like Frank's also been very instrumental in like where I am now. You know, I was working a shitty reception job, which not that it was shitty, but I just, I, that wasn't, I just wanted to get my foot in the door. That was yeah. all I wanted to do is just be able to work at pro wrestling tees and be able to do something. And like Frank took me under his wing and like the rest is history. You know, um, it's been a hell of a, like five years and a lot of the cool things I've gotten to get to do Heaven, thanks to this gentleman, and I'm I'm very happy. For, I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this episode. It kind of there was no structure to it, much like all the other episodes we have. We kind of just went in and just, just started. Friends talking. Yeah, yeah, just a couple of friends talking, uh, and yeah, like it's it's just a very fun episode. Very very different than like last week's last week. Which also shout out to uh, everyone who who listen to last week's episode with andrew thompson everyone has such positive things to say of course andrew thompson the goat love that episode like i wind up editing nothing out like it was yeah. the longest episode we've recorded and in my head i was like ah, i should probably edit it down to like an hour i think it clocked in at like 140 and 
I just kept the whole thing because it was so awesome and it was so good. Um, but yeah, same thing with this week's interview. It's about an hour and some change. I was going to edit some stuff out, but it was just a really fun conversation. I just let the whole thing go. So apologize if these last two weeks have been a little bit longer. But uh, hey, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode with Frank Spike. took about 60 episodes to officially get him back on we technically had him and his wife on for episode 28 which yeah. is the jericho cruise like episode a, like a feature yeah which whenever i tell people like hey if you haven't listened to any of our episodes go and listen to the jericho cruise episode because it starts with you and your wife talking about uh finding a dead person and then it ends with sank and i uh stopping someone from being a dead person uh, if you've visited the Pro Wrestling Tea store during our meet and greets, you know him. Uh, if you're active in the Pro Wrestling Tea VIP group, you also know him. Uh, he's the what's what's the official job title? The operation, the world operations worldwide. Yeah, he's the vice president of worldwide operations for yeah. Pro Wrestling Tea. Vice, what Stank said. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Frank Spahick. Frank. Hey guys, Hi, Frank. how are you? We're doing good. Yeah, we're we're doing great. We're uh, we we finally have you back on. People really liked your last episode, which like was almost it feels it was like forever ago. It was. Over it was year. inside the. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's definitely a lot different than it yeah, used to be. Right, is. we got a room. Studio is very nice. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, you guys got um upgrade on yeah. all this uh, cool stuff. You know, looks like. Well, last last time we recorded, it was literally we set up uh, a what is a six foot table. Yeah, a little folding table. Yeah, we pulled up three chairs and then just like held the microphones and did it and in it a was, warehouse. In a warehouse, and it was hot as hell. Oh yeah, it was very yeah, hot. it was hot. Yeah. But I like I like that better because I couldn't hear myself because now we have headphones and I can and hear myself paranoid. and <laughs> I sound like an idiot. But yeah, I mean that's always the th- like even when I when I edit these and I go and like I'll, I'll listen to them. I'm always just like, oh, I sound like such an idiot. Like, Stank, Stank is so eloquent. Like, of the three of us, Stank has the best. No, yeah, like the best voice for this. No, no. And yeah. you look great, too, but well, this is you. just like, yeah. you know. I do what uh, I can. And it's always <laughs> like, like they, like the interview we did last week, it was uh, our buddy Andrew and then Stank talking, having these fun conversations, and I'm just like, yeah, I love <laughs> Pokemon and, uh, <laughs> you know, and they're just like, yeah. And, Anyways, back to fatherhood. Yeah, yeah Stank's like, well, <laughs> and the know, miracle of life. <laughs> Stank's talking about how happy he is to be a dad and shit, and I'm just like, nah, me what? and me and cousin Jeremy <laughs> recorded. Yeah, look at all of our posters on the wall. <laughs> yeah, they're I'm all like, autographed. I'm like, I have Funko Pops. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, like it's since the last time that we talked, it's kind of weird now because like the world's in a fucking weird place with the whole like pandemic and stuff. Yeah, but it's it's basically normal still to us yeah like we never stopped uh-huh. and we just we've kept going we've I thrived mean, yeah like yeah. we've you know it sucks for a lot of people out there but for us it's like oh you guys are still working 60 hour weeks and still banging out merchandise and still doing everything and doing that and doing this you know i mean it's not really stopped us from working yeah it's changed on our weekends where i would rather work still mm-hmm. but this place gets annoying at times so you're just like i gotta get out of here well especially because like you're like you're in charge of this misfit band of fucking uh it just keeps growing yeah it keeps (laughs) getting bigger and because like i remember when i first started it was basically what me you chris jeremy 
Yeah. Gina? Maybe, yeah, maybe Gina and two people shipping. Yeah. And that was about it. Now there's... There's there's like thirty there's Paul three, there's yeah. Paul Mark Roga Zisselman Jan, I I don't even want to name people I yeah I, well, that's one show we could just name the people that yeah. work here that you know but I mean it's as uh, crazy Kyle said it is a zoo yeah. after after he left us and you know it's it's hard but it's fun in both ways it's annoying but it's fun and it's hard you what's know, like but. it's what's weird to me is. Like when I hear people talk about like, oh man, during the pandemic, I sat down and I watched all of Game of Thrones and then I watched all of Friends and then I watched every episode of The Simpsons. Like, what about you? And I'm like, uh, I worked. I yeah, worked. I worked. Uh, but he, like even then, like we, we, even with like our work schedules, we're at like Monday through Friday, we're at the shop anyway. So mm-hmm. I think I don't really feel it until it's like the weekend. Right. And well, you're still so close. Yeah, I don't fucking. You never escape. I yeah. never yeah. escape. But you like, open your window and there it is. Or Fred. Yeah, Fred. Sometimes right here. Well, like I told, I don't think I talked about this on last week's episode, but uh, so our UPS driver, he Marcelo. I think he might listen. He he says he, he hopefully he hi Marcelo. Uh, Howdy. I'm gonna make him listen to this episode yeah. now. But he was telling me about how he went on uh like on YouTube and he was watching this like ghost blog video or whatever, specifically about the like Bucktown specifically about rat alley over here. Um, it like there was someone who would like, uh, murder, like he would kill people and then cremate them mm-hmm. over in like a factory that used to be here. I don't think it was this, like this building. I don't think it was this building. I think it was the building where now the guy who makes $2 million in rent, renting apartments is built on. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure it's that, but so if, if you guys, know, if you guys have been to pro wrestling tees, there's a, a bunch of fancy condos in this like weird dead end street. Like it's, it's very bad location wise. Like you pay half a million dollars for the, for this. They're all rentals. Yeah. So you're paying, I think the top one's like 3,400 and you have the view of our alley where Fred's peeing <laughs> or where the guy's throwing dumpster full of uh, hot water just outside the thing and you're just like it smells so bad sometimes and I'm just like I look up and these people are just have their lights hanging and they're just like <laughs> they got a wine spritzer yeah they're like yeah. this is this is amazing Authentic and I'm just like Chicago. or they I'm can't like, they can't ever get into the garages because there's either uh, garbage trucks UPS, UPS trucks yep. oh and they look or, so annoyed every time oh the, the honking you could hear and it's amazing when you go outside and you stick your head out our door and you just look at them, and they're just like so mad. And you're just like, you just give them a smile and a wave. You just close the door, and you're just like, screw them. Yeah. I'm like, it's not our problem. We had to wait for their, mm-hmm. as I tell them, every time we fight with them and they want to say something, hey, this is this, this is blocking. Hey, guess what? We had to wait for two years while your shitty condos were built on a rat-infested alley that is garbage to us. And we patiently waited every time. We had to drive down to park mm-hmm. in our freaking area. So guess what? You're going to suffer for five minutes. You suffer for five minutes. But every time I walk into work, for, you know, from the warehouse, there's always like two, one or two people in the hallway and they're like, and oh, then they, they go to the other side of the, and I'm like, you know, I'm wearing like a stupid Bart Simpson, sit, Bart Simpson shirt. Yeah. shirt. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to attack you. Yeah. Well, even before the nicest guy, <laughs> even before, like when they started building it, uh, me and Frank would go explore the buildings. Yeah. Like, because steel materials. 
No, no. there wasn't anything. We, we were making a fort. Like yeah. if we were making a fort, yeah, we were stealing <laughs> cinder blocks and yeah. stuff like that. I remember that. But yeah, we would just go there and we would just each level that went up. I think it's three levels, and we would just keep going. Mm-hmm. And this guy used to scare the shit out of me because we would oh. go into the we would go into like where the hallway would be to go up the stairs, and this guy's making like freaking weird rat but noises. There, but there was, was there was a few times where there was actual actual like, rats that yeah. were just like going in and out of like you just see big boulder rocks and you see these fucking rats just going into the rock and just getting in between them and going down and i'm just like where are these rats like going layer. I ha- i'm like these I ha- guys i have a video like saved to my like snapchat Somewhere. or something where it's me and you walking and then you're just like oh sh-. it almost looks like the blair witch because we're going into a corner oh yeah 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 i yeah. remember that and you're just like ah and then my wife or i think fiance by that time she was she bought me one of those flashlights that you see on the infomercials where it lights up the whole forest. She bought me one of those, and me and Berto had it. We had it on. Well, the fucked up part was when we went, when they finally did the the roof, and we went yeah. like all the way at the top because we're like, oh, this is in no way secure. Like, yeah, safe. Yeah. It could it, it could collapse right now, and then Ryan. We didn't know. Yeah, Ryan would be pissed that like one, he now has to find two new two, people, two yeah. new people, but also that like we probably went up there and didn't invite him. Yeah. Either. Yeah. But so on that land, that's why I feel bad for Stank. We're telling him this. He's probably like, "I wish I was there." It was I, late at night, Stank. But you, so you were gone. And by you the didn't time work, we were you didn't this. work with us then. Yeah, no, I think he did. I no, because th- this was when I was still folding, when I was doing well, Delgado's job. I don't know. Well, maybe you were just side freelance for Ryan. That, that might be it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like my daughter's really interested in that. Like she's like, "Can we do some urban exploring?" And like, you know, there's like, there wasn't a, a closed bowling alley that's that was real derelict. And she's like, "Can we go in there?" And I was like. Well, there I might be hobos in there. I don't know. Dude, I <laughs> we might have to hit some hobos with that. Well, side side note to that, I know Stank. He's a psycho. So I'm yeah. just like, when the guy next door. I'm not sure if I said this. If the guy next door died, I forgot. But Stank was like, I I'm I went home one night. I'm looking at this guy's door. And I'm just like, and I look down, and there's a key. Mm-hmm. For for those of you unaware, the last time. Uh, if you haven't heard the Jericho episode, really quick, uh, Frank and Melissa, his his wife, found that their next door neighbor had been dead for there was an ominous like stench two weeks. For, yeah, for like two and weeks, I didn't, and I didn't smell it till they punched the through you, the wall. But your your cats knew the cats knew, and yeah. then Melissa knew, and I'm just like, guess Melissa's a pussy cat. So, <laughs> but I was but it, quick. I don't know what the hell that was, but Try I'm just phone. like quick. I'm like stink. I I pick up the key because I think maybe the guy missed it and i'm just like i pick up the key and i bring it in my house and i'm like mel I f- there's a fucking key right here on the floor and she's like where'd you find it i'm like it was just stuck on the thing over there and i'm like oh shit and so i, I message this guy and i and i take a picture of the key and i go bro key dead guy's house and he goes you I'll, going in i was like i'll be right over <laughs> yeah you going in i'm like i'm not fucking going in he's like i'll come right now we'll both go in i'm like i don't think we should go in here dude and he's just like why not and i'm yeah. just like I'm kind of paranoid. I don't really know what the fuck's going on. I'm just, but it was, that's just a quick story to that. Yeah. I'm just like this guy would a uh, this guy probably loves that shit. And I'm oh, just I like, love it. Well, apparently, of course. So according to Marcelo, like he again, he was like saw the video about some. There used to be a glass factory and someone who worked there. So now this is a real story. It's a real story because right. when I first started working here, like literally, maybe I started in like June. So that October. I had a friend. She was like, "Hey, you work at that that T-shirt place." I'm like, "Yeah," and there you I used to see it all the time. I don't know if you remember Frank. There would be like a haunted ghost tour bus. So it was like, uh, yeah, like that, and it would always go down Sealy, and they would always just park there. And the reason was because 
the factory where like the dude used to like kill people and stuff. Or, That's like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, it was there, and yeah, like Marcelo, he was telling me he's like, oh yeah, he's like it. It wasn't where you live, is it? I was like, I don't think so, because I like I live in the warehouse all the way down in the alley. And the other day, mm-hmm. Saturday, so I, I came home, I got some food. I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some TV. What time, what time was this at? This was probably around like uh, ten, maybe eleven. Okay. So I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like oh, I'm gonna fucking watch TV. I turned off the lights in, in here because I always turn the lights off. I'm just like that. Like I, all the lights. I'm not. I don't want Ryan's electricity bill to be really high. So I turn off all the lights and I'm in here and then I see light come on. I'm like oh it's probably Fred and you know just watching TV and I, I need to go get something from my room. So I go over to my room but then I hear saxophone playing. So I'm like oh okay. I was like maybe Vinny. I don't know. So I come back here and lights go off. I'm like, all right. So I'm watching TV. I'm like, whoever it was left watching TV and then the lights come back on. I'm like, all right. Maybe like five minutes later, go off. Then at one point they're just going on and off. And I'm like over here by the window peeking out to see like. Oh, you got scared. Like it's, so, like it's someone fucking with me. And I'm just like looking out. And again, I just, I see it. It's just going on and off. And part of me was like, should I just go down there and turn? Cause I, you could turn off just all the power to yeah. that specific room. But I was like, no fucking way. Like I've been watching horror movies every day to like for, for Halloween. I'm like, ah, I've yeah. like, I've seen enough of these fucking things. I know I'm not supposed but to go down there. Wouldn't it be ironic if that was Phoenix messing with you and you had a jazz ghost upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, cause Fred, for uh, Fred, he works with us, I guess through proxy. He's, he doesn't work yeah. with us. Yeah. He, he, he works for us. Yeah. He's basically, He's the gopher. Our janitor. Our janitor (laughs) handyman. Janitor slash handyman. I mean, this dude, if nobody knows Fred, he came into our life about six years ago, seven years ago maybe. We were moving into location down on Damon and literally we're moving in and there's there's there was about thirty windows and they were all like six by eights and just huge windows. And we're just like, what the fuck, Ryan? And we're like, yeah, we don't have to do anything with them. The sun's not going to do anything. And the first day in there, it was so hot. And we're just like, Ryan, you got to put something up. So that's where Ryan came up with the stuff to like all the characters or people that, you know, from whatever, whatever. But first day we're all moving in, all the shit's moving in. We set up the, the chairs in the front, fucking working, working, working. All of a sudden I just see Fred, African-American fellow, bald head. I'm just like, Ryan, he goes, yeah, I go, who the fuck is this guy just sitting in the front? <laughs> I'm like, and then, you know, Ryan's like, I don't know who he is. I'm just like, all right, um, wow, well, all right, uh, what, sir? Yeah, and you go, hello, and I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm like, hey, Mike, what's going on? We're not open yet. We're just moving everything in. I see. I see you have a lot of windows here. I go, yeah, and he goes, anybody cleaning these windows? And I go. Not yet. We're not open. We don't know really what's going on. He goes, I'll clean these windows so good. You look good, my brother. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to Ryan. I go, Ryan, you want to clean our windows? He goes, okay, how much? Go back to Fred. Hey, how much you want to, how much for, to clean all the windows? $35. $35? It's not a bad deal. Uh, uh, for these windows? I'm not yeah. fucking kidding you. Uh, it was it, like, it was at least a two hour, two yeah. and a half hour job. And he said, don't worry about it. I got the inside. I go, Dang. okay. So he's got to clean the inside and the outside, and he's never left <laughs> again. 
and he does all the stuff for us. I mean, he's he a great a hard, guy. He's a great guy. He's a hard worker. Yeah. Like I, I get on him all the time because because he has a lot of shit. He's a hoarder. Yeah. And he has a lot of shit, man. And he has it all around our crate area and everything else and every nook and cranny. And he would just be like, I can move it. I don't know where he puts this stuff. He used to have a van. He used to fill the van and then bring everything back out. Now he has another side over here about where Ryan parks. And that's another like 1,500 square feet that he just moves the stuff and moves it back in. And I'm just like, dude, like, where are you putting all this stuff? He's like, don't you worry about me. I got it. And I tell him, get the shit out of here by the time I'm, I'm doing crates because I need the space for the pallets. And he goes, don't worry. And that 530 comes rolling around. That place is ready to go. And I'm just like, I don't know where he put it, but he got it out of my way. But, yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. He's um, also him an, and Berto are roommates, basically. He's and, also uh, an amateur musician because, yeah, yeah. like pool I mentioned. Player. Pool player. Um, but like I mentioned, he sometimes I'll be – uh, like people always ask, like, oh, do you like do you hear him a lot? I don't hear the guy at all. The guy, like, when he's not at the shop, like, bored and like talking to us and stuff, he says he just sleeps the whole day. Cause, like, on the weekends when I'm up really late at night, that's when like I'll go up to use the bathroom and then I'll see the lights on in his office or in his room and like the TV's playing and stuff. So I'm like, okay. But every now and then, uh, you just hear like jazz music playing. And what he does is he plays jazz music. And then tries to like play along with it. He tries to mimic it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like it sounds halfway decent. It's not good sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, but there's other parts where it's like do 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 do, and then here it was like, just his birthday recently too, right? Yeah, yeah I, seventy, seventy, yeah, seventy. He yeah. hustles for a seventy year old. He does. I mean, <laughs> oh, like, this dude smooth. doesn't. This dude doesn't look seventy. And smooth as a milk. Dip. He's gonna outlive. He's gonna outlive <laughs> us three for sure. Yeah. And we're just gonna be like, what the fuck? And he's gonna be. He's he's like the guy from um, what's the movie? Uh, the Green Mile. He's like, he's <laughs> like, Clark excuse me, I'm 111 years old. John Coffee. And you're just like, fuck, <laughs> this guy's just gonna beat us all out, man. This is amazing, but you know that's the way it is. Well, see, I so I thought it was him fucking with me, but it might be that ghost that Marcelo was talking about. It could be. It could be. I don't know. I like, mean, they travel, right? I mean, they travel, but like, even I like ghost stuff, dude. I, I love why well, I watch Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures. I watch all this shit, and Ryan makes fun of me, and all my friends make fun of me. Some of it's really dumb, and some of it's like, bro, how the fuck did that just happen? Like, have you ever had any personal like ghost experience? No, like I, I just like your your family's Italian, and yeah. Italians are just as um, I assume they're just as fucking superstitious as like yeah, but they'll never say it. Yeah, yeah, they they can see a ghost walk right in front of them, and they all be like this, hmm. not say anything to anybody. But they all saw, it and they're just like, what's for dinner? Pasta? And you're just like, what the fuck, man? But yeah, like for me. I like it. Mel kind of likes it. She falls asleep, but dude, like some sometimes it's just like, bro, like they replay those recorders, mm-hmm. and I'm just like the, the EV EVP EVP, and I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, come on, I'm like, are you serious? This fucking thing just said something, and there's and then I play it for like Ryan and them, and then Jeremy, and then you know, Jeremy at work, podcast king, you know, he's just um. He he just like oh I don't believe in any of this and I'm just like yeah because you're fucking scared bro that's why you well, don't want to believe in anything I'll tell you I don't I don't I'm an atheist and I don't believe in ghosts right. and spirits and shit like that even even when I was religious like so when? we we were taught like you go to heaven or you go to hell right right so what the fuck is a ghost like he's not in heaven he's not in hell like purgatory well we don't believe in purgatory oh, but that's maybe what I think yeah he's just stuck but I didn't tell anyone. Because I forgot, but I had a ghost experience on Friday. Really? Yeah. Where? Home? In my yeah. house. So I'm sitting, I'm playing Call of Duty, and it's like 
two in the morning. Right. I'm sitting and there, and I got an office the chair. The witching hours, like three, two, yeah. three in the morning is the witching hour. So, mm-hmm. so I'm sitting there in, I got, I got an office chair, and I'm playing, and I, I swear, someone put a warm hand on my right shoulder. I felt a palm and five fingers, and I thought it was my wife fucking with me. So I turned around. No one was in the room. Right. And I was like, holy shit, a ghost just touched me. And my, my best friend's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like... Are you, so is this online you're playing and you're playing yeah. with another guy? I was like, I, I, he's like, you don't believe in ghosts. I was like, something touched me. Right. Like, it was very distinct. It was almost like um, like hey, if you, you got sad news and someone's like, it's yeah, okay, yeah. buddy. And I just, I felt the warmth of it. Right. And then... Uh, you turn around, it's just your dog smashed behind you. No, just <laughs> <He's> trying <laughs> to get out. He's like, help me, sir. So, like, I tell my wife, and she thinks I'm fucking with her. Like, right. I'm just making some shit. I'm like, I, I swear, I promise on everything. And she's like, oh, that's weird. And then, like, last night I was playing, and it's probably like midnight. And then I felt my hair go like, and I was like, holy shit, a ghost. And it was my wife. <laughs> she fucking, yeah. fucking with you? Yeah. And See, I, was like, I, I, was, I was like, did you, did you touch my back and escape somehow? And she's like, no, I swear I didn't do it. So, like, I was, yeah, I, was gonna, I was gonna suggest it might have been your stepson because he's known to be a prankster, you know, back yeah, to but, when he pranked me into thinking uh that those yeah, Skittles were Skittles, M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> I I looked around and it was a swivel chair. I got three hundred and sixty degrees of surveillance. Right. Nothing could have ran that fast. Right. I don't think I've ever had a person like personally a ghost story. I know the the when I still lived with my parents, the room I was in, so the room I was in was like a back porch. Like, it wasn't technically a room. They just... Uh, Put you there? Well, it was like, oh, you can share like a, room. Like a sunroom, basically. Yeah. yeah. solarium. Because it was yeah. like, oh, it's like you and your brother can have this, share this big room together, or you, uh, your sister gets that room, your brother gets that room, and you get that room in the back. And I was like, oh, I could sneak in and out. As if I was going to do so much sneaking in and yeah. out. You get know? some Pokemon cards. Yeah. Skip all the sneaking. Yeah. But, I mean, listen, it wound up coming in handy, like, when I started, like, dating girls and stuff, because I'd be like... Hey, just come around back. Like I don't even I didn't ever have to leave the house. Right. You know? But I remember like the door that they put in there, it would always just like I don't know it's because if it was like there was a draft coming in from the outside, but occasionally like I'd just be sitting there and you just hear it would open and then just boom, close shut. Like that all the time. And so sometimes I'd be sitting there like watching TV and it would open and be like, Hello? I don't know if someone was coming in or not and just slam shut. So there's like plenty of times where I'd be like sleeping. It's the middle of the night and you just, you know, it's switching hour. And yeah. you just, mm, I'd be like, hello, anyone there? And then just close shut. And I'd be like, all right, I'm going to just, yeah. I'm going to just turn around this way in case there is something. I don't know. I'm not going to fuck around with it because like, I mean, yeah. again, it's like with a lot of that shit, I just, I just want to pretend that it's not there. Yeah. I'm not scared of ghosts, but aliens. That's that's also when abductions happen. Is that weird. twelve to three? Hour. The, the weird the weird hours. Yeah, I just get I just get my wife and she sleeps on the side of the bed where she's towards the door. So I just so the cats start looking and I see them. I don't know what the fuck they're looking at, but you know how animals can sense they're in tune. Yeah, something. And I'm just like so then I'll just I just like get up and I look. And I just start staring into the dark hallway, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm just like, "You don't see that? <laughs> you? Don't... I mean, I swear to." She's like, "Please stop!" And I'm just like, <laughs> "I'm, I'm like," and I always tell her, "I'm like, hey, something happens. You're the first to go." Bro. I'm <laughs> like, "You're closest to the door, so you're fucked. Not me. I got a chance. 
because yeah. I'm, I'm going right through the I'm yeah. going right through the the door to the fucking balcony and jumping yeah. right down. It's only a it's only a one one floor. Yeah. So it's and there's an awning. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I've already you looked. Could bounce. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking. I'm grabbing that awning <laughs> or trying something. Worst case scenario, I'm gonna break an ankle, maybe maybe an arm if I fall weird. But, but no ghost is gonna follow you no, outside. Nobody's getting me because why would the ghost want to go outside yeah. when it's haunting inside? Yeah. They're like, I can't do that's this. That's the outside. only place he wants to be. Correct. See, that's the one thing with like all like the scary movies and shit that I watch. But one of my favorite things is always like, how are they gonna get away? Like, what the what are they gonna do? Because there's some people like in my head, I'm like, go to an airport. Go to an airport and get on a fucking plane. Like, just like, like are you talking about the possessed? Like, the, like was the house is possessed or something like that? No, I mean, those are a little different, but if it's like there's this maniac chasing me, like he knows where I live, or someone's trying to kill me, get a cab, get something, and just yeah. go to a supermarket. Oh, here, comes, here comes Jason. <laughs> just got to get out of here. Yeah, like Jason. Take me to the nearest airport and yeah. fly me away. Yeah, give me to yeah. O'Hare. Where I, I, one way ticket right now to Australia. Here you go. Something right. that I know is like a 16 hour flight. Right. But, and like I get it, you but then you do. get on the plane, and then he's in the first flight, class. yeah, and the flight's going, and you're and you're just looking and at. And he just guy turns like, around. You're like, damn it, he got, it. he did it again. Which is you like know? what would happen, yeah. But like whenever there is like those weird like possession ones, that's always just like, well, I don't know, what the fuck do you do? Yeah, just leave. Because I was like, I like I told Stank recently, I was watching uh, Invisible. I saw the Invisible Man movie. Horrible. Yeah, did it, I didn't like it. It, like my my complaint with it was that I felt I felt like the message of the movie was like always believe like women, which is it's like hey if you if you know someone and they're like I'm in an abusive I'm in this abusive relationship and stuff you like should believe them right right if that person's partner is dead and they're like they committed suicide here are their ashes and then you're like he's stalking me he's a ghost. He's still. I know he's there. Well, he's a mad scientist. Yeah. Then, yeah. then it's okay to be like, oh, okay, like maybe you need some like psychological help, right? Yeah, but but, but if you knew her husband was a scientist, right? Then you'd Wouldn't be like, you okay. look? Yeah, like look up on that. What oh, kind this, of science is this guy? Yeah, this do? guy was leading for um, visibility Invis- cloak and yeah. uh, balls and stuff like that. And he was like, well, he worked for Ghost Incorporated. And yeah. Like, All right. But what, then, what is his LLC? <laughs> Hide me now? Yeah. Come on, man. But then, like, what how the do you fuck? how do you explain that? You know, like, how do you go into a police station and be like, listen. His name was Jim, right. Jim Huntington. Yeah. Right. Yeah, listen. Jim. Listen, I swear to God, Jim's right behind me right now. He's invisible. You don't believe me? Just throw some water on me, and it's going to throw some powder in the air. Yep. He's right there, you know? But, yeah, I mean, it was an all right movie, but it, it wasn't good. I mean, I was just like, well, like, I figured I it out, it. like, five minutes in. The ones minutes. that always... So I've been watching like a lot of impractical jokers. Yeah. And there's a lot of like scenes where I'll like I'll watch it, you know, they'll they'll tell someone like, Oh, you know, Frank for those um, everyone knows what fucking practical jokers is. Yeah. But like when they'll be like, All right, Frank, now tell this person uh, you know, like something about their nose and whoever you know, whoever it is will be like Have a nice day and yeah. then they lose the they lose right. the challenge because they can't do it. A lot of times I find myself like <sighs> Come on, man! That would have been so. I do it. I would yeah. do it. And I'm just like, there's no way. No chance. The same way went like last night. I saw Saw, and there were so many times where I'm like, just cut off your own leg. I'm like, I can't do it. Like, yeah, do I it. couldn't do it. How can this person do it? Why can't they do it? Exactly. There, there's like a combination of both, especially in the later ones where they're just like, oh, here's this man. You have to cut open his stomach to get the key or something. I couldn't fucking do that. Right. Like, I just make him like throw. Like up this guy's yeah, this guy's alive sitting in front of you, and you're just like. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. like you start it could, stabbing it him. could be like my worst enemy. Think of you know the the yeah, one person you hate the most. Care, man. 
Yeah, you know, it could be him. And it's it's just like, I can't, I, I just, I can't do it. And like, yeah, that's, that's why it's the same. Whenever like I watch those like possession movies and they're just like, I would just left the house if there was the devil there. And like, But you can't even open the door. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't but, want you to. The key to Saw would be not that you get out alive. It's if you don't get out, like your wife and daughter get tortured to death. Then I think most people would be like, fuck this guy's stomach. I'll. Right, I'll like cut them open. Somebody like close to you, but then yeah. some of those guys didn't have anybody for them. Yeah, that's and true. they were just like they're like lonely lives and they're alcoholics and yeah. stuff. And just like, what'd you do last night? I stole from this one guy, but I had sex with him, and I don't know why. And then you're just like, your life is horrible, yeah. and you're just like, fuck. Be like, how many times have you seen like a superhero thing, and they're like, go ahead, shoot me in the face. I don't care. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll shoot your wife in the face. And like, no, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, shoot me first. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck you. It's like now I know now I got you. Yeah, but you guys talk about horror movies, you know, in some of your other episodes. You know, yeah. my favorite horror movie would be Jaws. Yeah, as I told yeah. Berto, and yeah. Berto's like, is it a horror movie? I mean, it's not when, a Halloween movie. Yeah, I know it's not a Halloween, but, but it, it's a horror yeah, movie. You're going to, you know, well, even think about that. Like, I'm not going to the shark. <laughs> to like to this day, I saw Shark. I probably saw Shark or Shark. I saw Jaws, uh, like on WGN or something. It was right. one of those movies they would always just replay mm-hmm. and. Because it was like on public TV, like yeah, they take out like all like the good, good parts. parts. Yeah, so it's very much just like oh okay whatever. But then I saw it like on For HBO reals. or something, mm-hmm. and I was just like oh my god, like oh, I don't want, yeah. I want to get in the water. Well, like, I mean, th- yeah. think of how many people were terrified by that movie. Like ju- that's even, why even when, to when go into swimming pools. Yeah, when 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 was it? Ninety no seventy. I think 70 was it seventies. I was about to say ninety four. I don't know why. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but just imagine yeah. you're fucking watching this movie in a the theater, and then even if you go to a pool mm-hmm. or a or a lake where you're like there's no fucking sharks in the lake but you know there are lake sharks obviously please yeah. don't quote me on that yeah. but you're just like there ain't no fucking carcarious carcaridon yeah. fucking great white just chopping down Shark on balance. you bro and you're just like well i mean if i saw that and i was i would be like nope i'm not fucking going in the water i mean th- i hate are- going in the water now you the minute you put your as i told Berto, i'm like when he when we when he first like we all went to the beach and i'm like bro the minute we walk in this fucking thing we're no longer at the top of that food chain. Yep. We are now. You don't belong. Yeah, you're. Did you're you, now do, a morsel. Do you remember on the on the first Jericho cruise? It was it was us, uh, like Marty DeRosa, Cole Cabana, yep. Dalton um, Castle, Castle, and another guy, Matt you know, Taven, Taven. Just yeah. a bunch of us, and we're yeah. all just. It was like it was really fun on that beach because there was like these waves that were. We're all just like running at these waves that were just destroying, destroying us. us. And like we're, I'm a big guy. Berto's a skinny guy, kind of, you know, and Castro and Colt, you know, he's built. And yeah. I mean, the water didn't care if you were mighty or you small. Up. It just took you. It just went and smashed you. And I'll never forget where waves are coming and we're getting crushed. Here comes this wave. And all we see is this like little fucking fish with a pointy nose and it's swimming in the wave and it's swimming towards us. And we're <laughs> we're all just like, oh, my God. And I see the fear in Cabana, and I see the fear in all these wrestlers, and they're just like, get me out of here. They're all dragging each other down to get ahead of the other one. So this tiny fish, maybe 12 inches long, <laughs> is not going to stab the first person when this thing's just riding the wave. And just literally, I was watching it, and it just went back into the ocean. Well, the, the like, best oh, part shit. the best part was when the wave went down and we saw how small it really was. Like, right. In the water, it looks it like it's like big. Tw- it's, yeah, yeah. it's like a foot. When I went down to uh, Full Sail... Uh, I was in like in Orlando, and my cousin she attended Full Sail, so I was like, "Oh, can you show me around where the WWE does all their shit?" And she's like, "Yeah, for sure." She's showing me all this stuff, and there's like a big back lot that they have that where like, oh, if they need to film something where there looks like they're in front of a coffee shop, 
they use this and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, cool. She's like, yeah, you see that bridge? I was like, yeah, it's just like a little bridge. Like if you're at a at a park, she goes, every now and then, uh, she's like, when it's really hot out, the, the crocodiles come out and just lay on the thing. So there will be like emails blasted out. There's like a text thing that's Don't just go. like. Can't, yeah, can't go, can't go over that area because there's just like alligators everywhere. I think though, like those motherfuckers freak me out just as much as sharks because yeah. like I watch, I love watching, there's this uh, Instagram channel called Nature is Scary, which just shows like how fucked up like animals are. Right. It's just like animals attacking each other. Like jaguars, th- these things will jump in the mm-hmm. water with their jaws, just pick up crocodiles like nothing yep. and just like run up a tree with them. And I'm like. Nope. Yep. Go no, way. those are the scariest Done. animals. Well, like, yeah. I think think about like all those like uh, European explorers who were like, "Oh, we're gonna go look at South America," and they would land there and then just leave immediately. There's though. shit they didn't even know about. Dude, there's a there was a thing just a couple of days ago I saw on the internet. Some dude jogging when I'm on a, in a mountain like thing, mountain lion. Oh, and he had to back up, and he's backing up. Yep. Backed up for like twenty minutes, and this thing was just—it just kept following I think, him. I think he saw. I, if I didn't watch the whole thing, but in the beginning, a pup, like Ooh. a lion, a lion's—the lion's pup it was a small one—went behind a tree, and all of a sudden, this giant motherfucker mm-hmm. comes out, and it had to be the mom or maybe the dad. And this fucking guy was backwards for like ten minutes, calling him he, dude. He walked him out of the park. Yeah, he's yeah. like, he's like, all right, dude, all right, dude, and this thing just fucking running up and then like the rocks i'm like dude this guy better pick up a rock or something yeah. like this thing jumps you on take you. your eyes off it, yeah but i'm just like you're dead i'm like and he's just backing up backing up and at the end he's just like dude he's like and he kept calling it dude and i'm just like yeah i'm like you you should get the fuck out of there well bro. have you have you guys ever seen the video of uh i've, I've i see it all the time it's a deer being eaten alive by a bear in someone's yard it's just like a, a normal yard, just someone's normal. Like imagine we're in Michael's in Michael's yard, right? And there's just a bear just eating a deer alive, and the deer's just like, wah, wah. And, and Michael ba- doesn't even notice. And the bears, the bears eating <laughs> it, and like the husband, he's like, "Is my package here?" <laughs> well, like the husband's recording it, and the wife's like, "Do something." He's like, "What do you want me to do?" Yeah, go out there and say, "Stop, guys. Yeah. This is enough. Knock it off. Yeah. Enough horseplay. Come on. Enough, like, enough bear play. Get, yeah, bear can play. you get out of here? Like that's why whenever I see." Like houses out and like I'll be watching a movie. Like the wilderness. Like people, ha- I'm like, oh, that looks like that would be kind of nice to have. Mm-hmm. But then I also think about that. Like one day you're gonna go out into your yard. You're gonna go throughout the trash and there's just twelve deer. There was another. There's another video I saw. People had a camera inside their house for security. It was a cabin house. All you all you see is the door gets slammed in. Door slams in, breaks. Like I'm thinking the police are coming in. They kick the door down. And they're gonna kill somebody. And in walks a fucking bear, just walks in like like oh like what the fuck is this place like hey Jim I've never seen this before. Jim Kathy you guys home I need some coffee <laughs> and he just fucking walks in like it's nothing and I'm just like huh. I'm like even though this fucking door is closed there's no I mean was there food out there I don't know this guy he just went up there the curious door was nothing yeah just curious just popped it brown bear get out of here I'm just like yeah. whoa. Well, that's fucking insane, bro. That's I, I told I was telling Melissa I'm like, I'm like we should go get a cabin, or do something. I, I was like, you know, it's like oh, do something different. And I'm just like I see these things and I'm like, maybe not, not worth it. Yeah, my wife wants to have a, a like a house, like rather than a house on the beach, which I think would be sweet. She wants a house like in the woods. Right. I'm like, first of all, there's there's bugs constantly. Right. Sap from the trees getting all over shit. 
And no matter damn sap how gently you walk, your feet are wet and gross. Right. And then that that doesn't even count bears knocking your doors down or mountain lions. But if you're wise to it, who's getting to your house? Because when you're walking through the forest, you're always rough, rough rustling the leaves, true. breaking the sticks. <laughs> That's true. So you're always on alert. You're like. You look out there, you're like, it's just a deer eating a bear. Or yeah, uh, it's just a bear eating yeah, a deer. You, you go insane. Yeah. I've seen the Blair Witch Project way too many times for yeah, me to want to live in like mm-mm. a cabin. Dude, in the, the first woods. time I saw that fucking thing, I was just like, this is the stupidest movie ever. And then I'm like, I swear to God, I saw a car and no one believed me. They're like, shut up, Frank, you're a fucking liar. You're always lying. I'm like, dude. And then when it came out, I, you. I could st- you could stop in the you could stop the movie and then, you know, how those people that make movies and then people that like, tear down the movie it's for like the wrong parts like that guy's wearing a casio watch in a world war ii movie how is mm-hmm. this possible and they fucking are like yeah here's the car but it's so fast and you're not looking but i was just because i was just like i don't think this is really happening and i'm really bored and i'm looking out into the distance and this is looking in the movie and i swear to god they move so fast you can see a road and a car and i'm just like yeah but I, yeah. I was like seven when i saw it well, yeah. the first time i saw I it i think i was i think we were 18 19 yeah, like no, because you're because you're yeah because I'm I think 27 now. You're Kane was turning 21, so I was I was 19. How old are you? You're what 30, 37? 37 now? No, 38. 38. So yeah. okay, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, like yeah you would have been yeah, yeah. I think I was I was there. Stop, stop telling me how old I am. I know. <laughs> I know when I saw the fucking movie. Okay. Uh, do Do you ever drive by the woods? Like you'll have like wooded areas, like on the side of the road, and think, oh, this would be a great place to throw a dead body, dude. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Yeah, I'll but, be driving. I'm like, if you just walk 20 feet into that deep, and just who, drop it down, who's walking back there? Right. But then that's how the that's how the that's lazy how the ones get caught. caught. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go? At 25 feet yard, I threw it on the fucking yeah. ground. I didn't think anyone was gonna walk there. Guy, All of a sudden, Sandra's walking there. A, a, tran- a transformer yeah. box. I'm like, it smells like shit in here. Yeah, oh, well, there's a dead guy. <laughs> what's go- oh, dead guy again? <laughs> there's a there's a Walmart up in uh, up in Niles, the one over by you. And when I would go there, I would take like the back paths because there's like a forest preserve. I'd be like, oh, let me drive that way. There was one time where I was driving that way and there's like a stoplight. So stop at the light. I'm just, what? it's like two, three in the morning. Just, you know, whatever. Look down at my phone. I'm like, all right. Look over. There's like 12 deer. I see the giant buck up front. Like right. this thing is huge. The alpha. Yeah, yeah. He's there and there's maybe like 10 behind him. And they're they're just, they're all staring at me and I'm like. Hey, what's up? Like, just like again, just staring at them, and then I look around. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, and just go. I just gun it because right. I'm like, I, could you imagine if it charged you? What would you yeah. do? Well, I'd slap it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, slap I would do that it. to a goat. Right? Oh god, I fucking hate goats. Nah, <laughs> I mean, well, like the other day when we had uh, when we had the barbecue back here in the summer, right? Like that morning, Nick was like, "Oh, there was a bunch of coyotes just up going like up by the the tracks Same back tracks, here." Yeah. So now every single fucking time, like first off, there's rats, right? So every You're time, scurrying. Like, well, every time I, I'm grilling, I'm always just like, ah, "I'm gonna close this thing because they're gonna come and try to eat it." Yeah. Of course, right? But now I'm always worried about the coyotes too, like. I'll literally I'll move the grill so that I'm facing it and it's facing the, like uh, so you know what's going on. Yeah, because otherwise I'm just I'm gonna be over here just oh no, like lollygagging. Yeah, and like something's gonna. My house me. I grew up in there. It wasn't forest like lots of trees, but it was a lot. It was two acres of land, and then mm-hmm. the next house two acres of land, and there's conservatory and stuff like that. And there's coyotes, you know, because they're just running around places, and you're just like we didn't have big old trees. We just you know unless they're on your property, but. 
me and Mel would we would get like a bonfire right on our deck just to have it, bro. It's like you're like eleven o'clock, mm-hmm. twelve o'clock. Nature you know, starts coming out. Yeah, because you start fucking hearing stuff, bro. And then your eyes are looking. It's just pitch black, and it's just the moon. And then you start seeing the mm-hmm. shadow runs, and you're just like, what the fuck? And then you're here. And you're like, all right, let's throw the sand on this fucking shit. I'm done, bro. And, then, and literally, you're just like, where they could be five feet away from you, and it's pitch black, and they're brownish, you know, coyotes. Mm-hmm. You you can't see them. And you see their eyes or then you, or off in a distance, you hear somebody's dog being eaten, mm-hmm. and it's that high pitched squeal. You know, like, you know it's yep. you know it's not. Oh, Fido got his leg caught in the fence. It's he's got he's his dying. leg caught in one one mouth, and the other one's biting his fucking tail. Well, I was like done. I lived in a so my parents sent me to a reform school in Washington. You? Yeah, when I was like thirteen, fourteen, and so it's it's in uh, Pasco, Washington, and it was on Washington's. Uh, largest apple orchard at the time it was called brochi farms and so there were like gigantic hills not quite mountains but like big hills and then we were kind of in the basin and since there was apple orchards all these coyotes would always come and like eat the apples apples, and then we would see like apple shits everywhere and then like at night so we're down in this basin it's dusty and rocky and shit and then um they kind of had like street lights in between like the bunks where we were and we would always see coyotes just they didn't give a fuck. Like they knew we lived there, and they would just be walking, and we'd see their eyes, and then they just sniff around, piss on shit, and stuff. but like because that was their was, that was theirs before it was yeah, yours. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck is this? But like, it was always scary, kind of, to be out at night because they'd say, if you see one, you're probably they're, fine. But if you're in packs, yeah, if you see yeah. a bunch, yeah, get the fuck you're out. fucked. <laughs> For yeah. my eighth grade like class trip, we went to this place called Timberly. It's like some giant camp thing where like they set up like activities and shit very weird i don't i don't know like um the the one thing i i don't remember much of it because i don't know it just wasn't that memorable but the one thing i remember specifically was uh the first night where they're like all right like all the boys are gonna be sleeping in this cabin the girls sleeping in that cabin and they were like strictly like don't go out at night for like because there's all sorts of fucking wildlife like it was literally just like a giant forest in the middle i think it was like wisconsin somewhere so just the middle of nowhere but we uh, our friend tyler his dad tom he was like the cool dad and he was just like oh man he's like we left all the fucking food with them all the snacks and stuff he's like you guys want to go and we're like yeah sure cool let's go with tom it'll be fun it'll be cool so it was like me maybe like four or five other kids and then Tom and we're just like we're walking and it's just pitch black. Like we have one flashlight and it's just like you look to the side of you, either side of you, nothing. Tom has it. Tom, because Tom has the, yeah, yeah the flashlight. And we're just like oh man. Fuck, and like we're all like thirteen inches, so we're occasionally like oh what's that? Oh what's yeah. that? And uh, like we get in there and then I guess they like put all the food inside because the coolers were there. We opened them up and nothing because they were just like no like last time someone just left food like that bears show fucking showed yeah, up and just started eating it yeah. yeah i mean could you imagine if you made it to the end of that journey and saw a bear and you're like fuck i have no idea i would have no idea what to do yeah because one person has a flashlight that guy's definitely running he's gone yeah um, what you're supposed to do is and now you're in the night this thing could smell yeah, you you're supposed well, to go like just like go into a ball and yeah. like, as i don't think possible. i could do that or something like that i mean you ain't you're not beating a bear bro yeah. Stank's a big guy, I'm a big guy. We're no, I mean, bear. I don't, I don't think like, like kill him? my fight or flight response would let me stay. I'd have to like, 
I know this thing's going to track me down. Right. But I'd have to at least try to run. I'm not sitting there and dying in case, in case he wants to bite my nipples off and shit. You right. Know? I'm not. I'm not dying. I'm not dying in a ball. Yeah. I'm running. Yeah. And usually you catch the, me. Yeah. Usually the slowest one. Yeah. Is the dead one. Yeah. So if you're not as slow as that last person, oh, I, I was the least athletic in that group, so <laughs> yeah. I for sure like be, yeah, be dead. I, I probably would have kicked someone in the dick and then ran. Yeah. yeah, but like even then, again, it was so fucking dark out. Where like, would I run? Yeah, I, 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 run. Like, I remember like ding dong ditching mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and then it's nighttime and it's way different when you're running at night. And I know my neighborhood, and I know everyone's thing goes down and then comes back up to the street. You start running, but you're running like it's a straight, like it's a straight run, and then all of a sudden the ground just is gone, and you're at one step, and you're just tumbling down these fucking little ravines, and you're mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck?" And I couldn't even imagine, like, if you don't know where you are, really. Yeah. And I've lived there for so many years, and you and you run like, into a tree. Run. Yeah, you run into a tree yeah. or a, a branch or a hole or something, and you're just fucked, and you're yep. just like, ah, "Take, take me now, bear. Yeah. I'm done." Me and Ivan, my my best friend growing up. Uh, we would always like, like I would always sleep over his house in the summer. And I remember one night we we're like, dude, we should just go to the park and just stay there, just stay up all night. There's one park, Corner Park, and it had like a giant hill. We're like, we'll fucking we'll go up on the hill and just, I don't know, just stay up, just let's see whatever. And I remember because like the cops will go around like making sure no one's there and they're gone and stuff. So we like hit off to the side, and then when we noticed, they'd stop doing the like patrolling and stuff. Just went up to the top of the hill, and we brought like a tennis ball and like a football with us just to like keep us entertained. We're like, hey, look, I work. That was our thing. We're like, we're gonna stay up all night. And we figured if we got caught, Michael's Michael, stupid Michael, his brother-in-law lived like three blocks away. So we'd be like, oh yeah, like that's where <laughs> stupid Michael. We're like, yeah, we're at Victor Garcia's house, and then they would take us there because we'd get in trouble with yeah. either of our parents. But Michael's mother-in-law was like cool and didn't care. Like Michael's mother-in-law once when we were in like eighth grade. Probably like fifteen of us just like ditch school. Like during the school week, she just let us all fucking crash there and just stay there for like the day. The cool parent. Yeah, I mean, she let her daughter marry Michael, so she's, she's not so cool. Really cool. Not so cool. <laughs> but like, I remember, like that was so creepy. Mind you, it's a park in the middle of the city, but still, like you see bats flying around. Like in my head, I was like, no, bats aren't like a city animal. They're out in the forest. Nope, these things are just fucking flying around. You yeah. see owls too. Like when you see an owl, I think's fucking up. yeah, I think's just fucking scary. Yeah. Fucking hate nature. Yeah, I have a bat house at my house, but it's not working. I'm trying to like. Oh yeah, I remember you bought that. Yeah, but like you're supposed to put it on the side of the house that gets a lot of sun, so it like absorbs warmth, and it's got to be 15 feet up, so like the bats can like swoop down. This thing's got it on the cold in. side, five feet above no, the ground. No, it's literally like four feet off. Like I have no good. <laughs> like the place I would put it is on our patio, so like. There'd be bat shit everywhere. Right. Like, there's no people coming over. There's fucking bats shit chasing them. Yeah. yeah. So like we kind of got it half-ass sitting on like our deck fence, but it's like. So you're not gonna be Batman. No. But the, then they said if <laughs> if uh, bats don't take to the house, check it for hornets. <laughs> so we, well, sh- we shake it constantly. You should be past hornet season. Yeah, know, we're good. I think because now it's getting cold. It's yeah. real creepy though. Like especially like talking about like at night over by Ryan's lake house. Yeah, I remember the first time like uh, that he invited when when there was enough people when there was uh, twelve when there was twelve people that worked at the shop and he's like he doesn't want to come crash at my lake house as opposed to now where it's like 40, 40 people but mm-hmm. I remember that just like we we walked somewhere like I think yeah we walked to the bowling alley we, yeah we all walked to the bowling and alley. walking back 
when it was like nighttime, we we're like, where the fuck are we? Yeah. But we just came. It was literally like a five minute walk and it turned into a 10 minute walk because or 15 minute walk because we were missing the we're like, do we turn here? And we turned there, but it was the wrong. We landed up like a dead end. We're just like, where are we, dude? And we're just like, nah. and some of us didn't drink. Some of us did. And we're just like, I don't understand. Like, where is this? Especially out there somewhere it. like that. Yeah. You can get turned around really well, like on, yeah. lo- on long road trips to like every time, like the, what? two three times that i've like driven to canada yeah like as soon as you cross the border like i mean it's fine there's like lights everywhere but as soon as you cross that fucking border pitch black Black. yeah Yeah. that's why i'm surprised like castro and nick make it back from these wrestling events when they used to go i'm driving three thousand miles to florida and then i'm gonna come back and i'm like you're what and when are you doing this he's like we're leaving tonight we're we're gonna get there and uh we're gonna get there in the morning and i'll be back tomorrow we're gonna yeah we're gonna wrestle get back in the car and come back and i'm like what how much money are you getting thousands of dollars what are you like oh what like 50 60 dollars i'm like what excuse me i'm like that no i can't do that shit yeah. like that that's like amazing how like wrestlers travel mm-hmm. and do stuff and like their stories and just even castro and nick knowing them and just listening to what they say i'm just like you know i can't imagine like colt and fucking all the other Kenny wrestlers, Omega. yeah, Kenny, and all the guys that went to Japan, and just like, but it's just like it's crazy. Well, part of it's like the trip of it too, though. Like, how right. many how many people just say, "Hey, let's go up to Canada for for nothing?" Right. I would you love know? to go to Japan, but yeah. I just can't make the flight. Yeah, I could make it, Ryan. If you send us all first class, I'm pretty sure for us sleeping for ten out of those fourteen hours of the flight. I mean, we should be pretty good. But I, I flew to Korea once. That was a brutal. You flew to yeah. Korea. Yeah. Oh, well, that's where my family's from. Is Korea. I think the it was what you're Asian. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> what the longest flight I was on was when we went to San Diego. Four hours. Yeah. Yeah. And that's still annoying. Yeah, I mean San Diego and then like Florida too. It's also four hours. Yeah, and the, like, yeah. the thing with me now is like after because before like before I like with my family never went on any like trips ever. Like we just we if we couldn't drive there probably wouldn't go. Yeah. And so when I started flying on my own, I was like, uh. I'll guess I'll take spirit the cheapest possible, you know, and the seats aren't comfy and like that. But again, I didn't know better. Right. So then once I started traveling with like you guys and it's like well, sweet life. Yeah. It's like, Oh, well, it's an okay life. It's like, Oh, why don't you get the seat with extra leg space? I'm like, I don't need it. Do I? It's like, we'll try it out. And I'm like, Oh my it's God. It's always being like a big guy. Like for me, I'm just mm-hmm. like, I used to, you know, when we didn't have the means, we would, like literally, you're just like I dreaded flying because first of all, it was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and then second of all, I hated flying. Now that it's you're more comfortable, I could tolerate it more yeah. because you're just like, oh, okay, I get free drinks, I get this, I get that, I get this, you know, and it goes a little faster because mm-hmm. you're trying to psych yourself out in your head. This is four hours, and you're in a you're in a tube, yeah. And if this tube goes down, whoever's flying, you're literally it, you're, the first person, yeah, you're yeah. you're done, and you're just like, great. But like, there's there is something about like. Being up in first class, yeah. it's just like they attend to you. the The lighting's nicer, right, uh, dude? Our our trip back from Vegas is great. It was horrible. No, it, it was, was great. that fucking plane, dude. We almost died. And I'm looking at Stank. I sat at the Stank. And oh, I'm just like, yeah, going not not the other yeah. one, the yeah, yeah, Vegas yeah. one. And I'm just yeah. like, I'm looking at Stank. I'm like, and you know, there's trouble coming when they tell the fucking stewardess to sit down. Yeah. and literally, they like literally for like two hours into our flight into a four hour flight they were sitting the entire time so we weren't even getting like drinks or yeah. anything and me and fucking stank are sitting there we're like 
fuck is our drink? Is dude? there any service on this airplane? Like literally, they got up for like thirty minutes, and they're like, they're like, please take your uh, jump seats up. And like really fast, I'm like, what the fuck they say, stink? And he's yeah. like, he's like, I have to fucking. And the fucking plane's just like this, and me and Ryan usually fly together, and. Hot topic. People said we shouldn't because we yeah, both the run whole hierarchy. Yeah, they're like, uh, "How many people are on here?" And it was like, you guys are all on the same flight, and you all work together. And yeah, uh, it was because yeah, yeah. When when Taffy and Joe, yeah, so it was the Miami. Yeah, when yeah. we met, when we met up in Miami. They're like, "Oh, you need a designated I, survivor." Yeah, how was your How was your flight? They're like, "Oh, yeah. I, Taffy was like, I took this flight, and then Joe took this flight." And we're like, "Why?" They're like, they're like "How was your guys' flight? Do you guys take separate flights?" And like, we're all on the same flight. Yeah. You were all in the same flight, we're all like right next to each other. We're like, yeah, we're all next. Yeah, why not? Ryan's just like looking at them. He's like, yeah, why? He's like, I, I, I guess it's a thing. Like, yeah. not all the corporate people can be like on even one for flight. them. Like, they're they're not the highest of hierarchy at Hot Topic, but they're high enough to be people to be like, hey, you're not you're friends, but you're not going, but, and you're not. Going. But at Ryan's level, if he dies, who gives a shit? Right? Yeah, basically. He's if like, if Ryan care. won, if Ryan won, it would be basically well, still over. Well, the, the best was. Was it? We the, would try really the, hard, guys. The, Trust me. The last cruise where it was Ryan, his wife, Stank, Michael, you, and me. Which yeah. like like if if something happened yeah. to Ryan, like he, you like, know, we're good. Castro's gone. It's fine. Next yeah, one, Ca- it's <laughs> fine. Castro's gone. Yeah, one, but we're like the cogs of the machine. Uh, yeah, yeah, like we would be able to like help run Michael. things as much. Michael as we was could. on there too. Yeah, that's why yeah. I, I mentioned Michael. Like even though he doesn't do anything, but. Yeah, he wouldn't half yeah. a million dollar man. But we would like we would have been <laughs> fucked. And I think it wasn't even until we were like on the plane that it occurred to us we're like, oh man, we're like if this thing goes down, Jeremy, like literally, Jeremy would run it. Yeah, into the ground. Yeah, in, he would have all the so much podcast stuff. <laughs> He'd just be sweating. Oh, Sean, Sean Barkman would walk in ready to take over and yeah, be like, Sean what would, the fuck is going Sean on? Sean would be like, well, all my schooling for being a doctor here it is. Get to work. I'm a t-shirt guy now. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, but I am. But the the whole point of that was I am now too adjusted to like first class, nicer not, life. Like, yeah, if not just like. But more even even room. for you, it's like even you know I'm not saying for you, but you know even for like that, even if you get the upgraded seats, like when we went to San Diego for um the T-shirt thing, and yeah, I was just like I was like bro, I'm like they're paying for everything, and we're just upgrading. So if we upgrade and it's a hundred dollars or a hundred and thirty dollars. The fuck, it's worth it to just do it for four hours. Trust me. Except like, on the way back, where it was like twelve hundred dollars, and so we just got like the. Extra, I still got, like, I still got first class. No, on the way back. Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I I sat in the emergency exit, and you were two rows behind me yeah. on the left hand side. Yeah. Which yeah, we were just like yeah, we're not paying twelve hundred dollars yeah. for the fucking. Up well, like there. for me, the first time I was ever in first class was you know Ryan buying my ticket for it, but like the last time I was on a plane. Like, I won a contest to go to Mexico, and then they flew a spirit. So, like, I'm sitting there. I'm a big guy, and there's three in this, like, little tiny aisle. And I'm just, I'm literally sitting like Chris Farley with my arms crossed, like, sorry, ladies. Yeah. But, like. Well, you didn't even get to sit next to Annie? No, they had. Uh, she was on the other side of the aisle. Oh, it's like, did you ask, like, hey, it's my wife. Can we? No. Blah, blah, blah. No. I, I, don't, I don't think they would. I always tell, I tell Mel, I'm like, if we're going, it's like, it's not Well, because, like, expensive. the two girls next to me were friends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And I don't know about the ones next to my wife, but I was literally like. Yeah, you feel bad. Yeah, I'm like, like, oh, I would hate sitting next to me right. on a if, plane. If I was, like, the small, yeah, I'd be like, oh, here comes. Like, yeah. when we were on, when we actually, when we were on the flight back from there, middle seat was left open. And, and everyone's looking at you like, oh, oh no, 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 no! I was already on the plane. Oh. I got on, and I'm like, I'm like leaning back in my chair. I was, we're fucking so tired. I'm just like, 
and I kept looking and then all of a sudden I feel like the fucking plane moving and I'm like and I woke up and I'm just like I'm like what the fuck and we're we're like taking off and I'm just like there's no one next to me and I'm like oh fucking sweet, sweet. Yep. I'm like arm could be down and another guy was like yeah he's like, free center seat man yeah huh? and I'm just like he he unbuckled and sat next to me he was like what's going on and I was like get the fuck away from me bro no I'm kidding but you but, always think that too like if the middle seat's not getting taken yeah. you're like oh shit this plane's gonna take off in five and then always I'm waiting for that fucking some guy with five suitcases comes yeah, in yeah arm you know? the arm the door and you're like wait 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 wait, wait. Yeah. and you're like oh god here we go he's and, coming right to yeah, my yeah there was seat. a couple more people that got on I'm like please don't fucking come here please don't come here and they stopped and they got another lane. I'm like fuck yeah dude I'm like love it. Now with COVID, and the middle seat's always open. Yeah, should be anyway. Why? Well, I, I mean, like I haven't flown. Like I know you, you actually you flew recently to. For, yeah, I flew to California, and I, the plane wasn't plane wasn't full, but we were in first, and then no spacing for the front. And then I looked to the back, and all, all those fucking seats were full. But I mean, it wasn't full flight, but like people were three up, and I was just like, eh. I'm like. They don't give a fuck. Well, first of all, really. how how was your California trip? It was it was good. Yeah. Why? You got any good stories? Uh <laughs> I don't have that. I don't have that many good stories. Yeah. No, I mean it was uh my first Indian wedding and probably my last Indian wedding ever yeah. going to. The, I mean watching Ryan's brother Sean get married and then. It was fun. I mean, he's like a brother to me, but yeah, yeah it was. I don't know what you're smiling so, at. I don't know what I'm supposed yeah, to say. You, I was thinking about Ricky Baskins. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Ricky Baskins. I don't know if we could say So, that. for those, yeah, we'll talk about it. So, for uh, for you guys who remember, we interviewed Ryan and his parents for episode, was it 52? Yeah. So, for episode 52, we interviewed this Ryan's parents. all the episodes. And, uh, I normally don't. I don't know why. Right. It's cool. Cause it today, because I, I was looking for your episode. Oh, okay. Because this is 60 episodes after, and the, I was looking for the Jericho Cruise, and I was like, oh, was it also like a four? But it was like 28, yeah. I and think. 52 right. was our one-year anniversary. 50, yeah, yeah, it was the one-year anniversary. Um, and 13 was the Kevin Smith one. Those are the only ones I have memorized. What's, what number is this? 60? Four. 64. So yeah. what, you got fucking 36 left till Ryan's on. Yeah. Yeah. You and Clifford Frazier keeping count. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I don't listen that often. I yeah. do listen to some, like some of the stuff, you know. And it's I like it. Like when I listen, I listen to my office. I put it on my phone. I just listen to, as I'm doing paperwork and stuff. But it's good. I like yeah. when you. I like the when you get. I mean, you got to get work for. done. You can't yeah. have pleasure all day. I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I <laughs> well, don't have the pleasure. I don't have the pleasure of sitting around all day. I have well, the, to do the, work. The best is when we have cousin Jeremy on because. We like to go out of our way to make him feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like the last time we had him on. Oh, when he I'm, I'm gonna he invited me to be on his uh-huh. podcast. I don't know if I can say that, but he invited me to his podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna make him feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> it's gonna be great. We're gonna do it in the warehouse. He said he's because he's like, oh, we'll do it in the warehouse and it'll be great. And I'm like, wait, when are you doing it? It's gonna be great this month. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Whenever, whenever he wants to. Basically, I just told him. He's like, would you like to be on my podcast? I'm like, sure. I'm like that. And I'm just like, no problem. I don't know. I guess I'm going to talk about like memorabilia and stuff like that. He's like that. a hairless Ewok. Yeah. No, that guy is, he is that not hairless. He's not hairless. hairless. Dude, he's fucking, hairless. he's co- he's COVID in, dude. He's got long, he's, dude, if you look at his driver's license, he showed me his driver's license once because I told him I needed it for something, which I didn't, but he showed it to me. He had long hair and just fucking like, long beard. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa. And I'm like, he's going for it again. He's like uh, something about Mary, the guy, the cripple guy that's a pizza delivery guy. When they look Norm, when they look at his fucking thing and you're just like, this guy looks like that. But now he looks like this. And you're like, holy shit. And that's, that's like how cousin Jeremy is, but way like bigger. Yeah. So well, we had Rick on, um, you, that's how you guys got to know him. He's, yeah. he was very shy and reserved, but at the shop, he is just, I love my son. Uh, 
he's yeah, he's just like uh, he's just a firecracker. I'm so proud of him. He says the most like fucked up, inappropriate things, which yeah, is why like well, literally today in in the break room, he's like, if it wasn't for my balls and my cum, none of this happens. Yeah, no one's here. Yeah, balls cum. I'm like, yeah, neither are you. Yeah, Frank <laughs> goes, what? I go, yeah. I'm like, you're not in this fucking area either. We're not talking right now, bro. Yeah, I think uh, he forgets sometimes. How so big of dicks we are. There was one time where he he has a stamp. All the all the people that do shipping, they have stamps to say their names. Dude, his stamp is from 1981. Just so you know. From 1981. 1981. Just well, so you know. <laughs> well, his stamp says Rick J. Barkin, his initials. Uh, someone got their order wrong. They were like, "Hey, you know, this was missing from my order, whatever the case was." And they were like, "Oh, what's the what's the stamp say on the thing?" Like uh, Ricky Baskins. So, <laughs> of course. Us being us, that's just what we've been calling them. And then, and then this was all started by me. Then so it I'm turns out, I, I think we actually told this part of the story. His name is actually Ricky. Yeah, he with was an I. Ricky with an I. It was until he changed it when he was six years old and went to the governor's house. Yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah. told him, I want to change my name. How do I do it? And yeah. the governor's like, how'd you find me? Yeah, according to him, at like six years old, he changed it. The, the best was revealing that we knew it, too. Yeah. He's oh, like, what are you guys, who, who, who told fucking, you? Who fucking, fucking told, told you? you? Yeah. So, uh, who told you that? Frank, why don't you tell them what? Because Rick was obviously at the wedding; it's his son's wedding. Why don't you tell Hollywood them, Ricky? Yeah, another 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 tidbit about Rick. I've never seen this before in my life. The guy's eating fucking McDonald's. Okay, <laughs> oh, oh fucking God. sitting. I'm just, I'm sitting before. I'm sitting next to him eating McDonald's, and I think he's joking with me. He goes, they put so much salt on these fries, and I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I don't pay any attention to what this guy's saying, but. When he's fucking shaking, <laughs> then he opens up a fucking cheeseburger or hamburger and rips open one of the fucking iodine salt packets and dumps it. A pile. Up. Yeah. Dude, I almost threw up. He th- dumped the whole thing in here and he goes, what? I love salt. <laughs> I'm just like, what? I'm like, bro. I'm like, you're going to fucking it, die. He's like, I'm fine. My son said I'm fine. And he's just fucking eating the It looked sandwich. like the bottom of an hourglass. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, dude, well, it re- was disgusting. Well, I remember I was just like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, yo, it's fine. We're like, no, you can't eat that much salt. And then he grabs <laughs> his like, fries. No, I'm fine. He grabs his fries, opens up more salt, and just starts dumping more. Yeah. And we're just like, dude, he said it was too salty. He's drying out. He's like, I need the salt for the flavor. <laughs> I'm like, you don't need that much, bro. He's just I'm drying like the, out in front of us. I'm like, the whole patty is made of fucking salt, bro. Yeah. It's, you put water in there, it disappears. Yeah. And he's like, no. So, yeah. So, we're in California. And they're doing the speeches. Um, Gail, Ricky Baskin, go up there and uh, make their speech. Rick says, my name's Rick. My name's Rick Barkin. Um, I'm not going to say anything else. I'm going to give this to my wife and uh, have a great night, you know. So Gail makes a speech. Ryan goes up there, makes a speech. Nick makes a speech. Uh, Kelly doesn't say anything. And then it comes to uh, Prachi's family, which is Sean's wife. And they're going through it. And literally at this wedding, nobody knew they were making speeches. They were all told a day or two before. And... They, they came out really well. And then um, Prachi's brother goes up there with uh, the sister, and he takes it, and he goes, <laughs> so he goes, me and Ryan are sitting like literally five feet from Rick and five feet from the guy who's making the speech. And he goes, I don't have much to say. It's been a tough year for our family, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you know, he goes, I love you guys. And in the words of Ricky Baskin, <laughs> um, 
goodbye and good night. And I'm just like, and so it was like a slow motion. I don't think Rick's shoulders turned. I think his head just turned like around. An owl. And yeah, and he's looking at me and Ryan, and me and Ryan are laughing so hard. He's just looking at me, and he goes, he goes, what the fuck did you two tell this guy? And we're just laughing so hard. We're like, bro, we didn't tell him anything. This guy was so mad. He's looking at us. He's like, I thought he was going to kill us. He gets up. At, at, so the speeches are over, dinner. He gets up. He goes, why would you guys say that? It embarrassed me. And I'm like, I'm like, what was embarrassed you? The guy said it so fat. He didn't know your name. Their name was fucking Ricky Baskin. And I'm like, it's amazing that they called you Ricky Baskin, and we call you Ricky Baskin at work. I'm like, what are you going to do? And he goes, he goes, I swear, if you guys told him this, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> and Ryan's laughing. He's like, you don't have to be embarrassed. Nobody cares. Yeah, no one no, probably even noticed. No one's going to remember but us. Yeah. <laughs> we know. And he's just like, he's just like, I'm so, he's like, I can't believe you guys did that. We're like, dude, we didn't do it. He didn't believe us, obviously. He's not going to believe us because, but when we when I heard it, it was amazing. He's like, he's like, in the words of Ricky Baskin, I was like, <laughs> Ricky Baskin? I'm like, oh, amazing, yeah. But everything else was fun. Yeah. Good time. Good time with Ricky Baskin. Smoke some cigars. Kept calling him Baskin. He hates it. He, I get on him every day. He's, he's a good guy. He does his work. He's never wrong, which is the hard part. Never we'll, makes we'll, a mistake. And we owe everything to him. Yeah, and everything is owed to him now. His sperm and his balls or whatever the fuck it well, is. Well, today he tried to convince me. He's like, yeah, of a conversation and scenario we never had. Where, like, I don't deal much with the pro wrestling T side of stuff. And he's like, yeah, remember? He's like, because he messed up some stuff on the pro wrestling T side. He was like, yeah, remember? I came up to you and said, hey, these are all in-store orders, and you said, I'll take care of it. I was like, no. He goes, come on, stop messing with me. I know you did it. I was like, Rick, I've never in my life. He makes scenarios yeah. where he's not the bad guy. Yeah. Dude, it doesn't matter, yeah, bro. I'm, it's, mistakes happen. This is how it is. And we just have to deal with it, and then we just make it right so yeah, everyone And then knows. we forget. Yeah, and then yeah. that's done. But he doesn't forget, and he just keeps going back and back and back and back with Ryan, and Ryan just like gets this guy the fuck out of my office. And I'm just like, bro. The only time Ryan comes out of his office is when he's so pissed that he has to say something. Yeah. Other times, the guy sits in his office, does his work, and fucking grows the company and does everything he needs to do. Yeah. Only when you go in there and you say the same thing over and over that you didn't do it, I didn't do it, this is not my fault, I didn't do it. I don't know what happened. An alien came, stamped my paper. No one said. He took his, listen, he took his stamp, okay, because he thought the other shippers were in collusion and we're going to start <laughs> stamping stuff and shipping it out wrong just to make it more On purpose. Bad. Yeah. Um, and I looked at him and I was just like, okay. Are you I'm insane? Like, I'm like, I'm like, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> Ryan told me. I'm just like, yeah, I know. I'm like, I think he's insane. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that's a good story of ever to, to go out on. We're all thankful for Ricky. Uh, Frank, yeah, thank you for coming on. Like, no we problem, guys. 60 episodes. We got to get you back on, you know, sooner than 60 because. That's okay. Hopefully, hopefully uh, what, for Ryan's? He's like, I'll come on for Ryan's. I see there's another seat over there. I know if you guys just want a one-on-one with Ryan, it's fine. I could always be here, you know. No, you can I, chime in. I've well, known the guy. I've known the guy a pretty long time, you know. I just don't want to say it, you know. I'm well, how long? Because I, I remember, I specifically remember the last <clears throat> the last episode you did with him. Uh, he clipped out a piece of audio because there was like a where, you, I guess at a certain point in the last one you were like, yeah, I've known him like this many years, um, but actually it's more like this many years. Or actually, but this oh, guy's my, older, but I'm younger. Oh my! Yeah. Oh my mistake. Yeah, I've known Ryan for this many years, but he's old. I'm older by one year, but behind that year, and uh, we are the year. Uh, he was so amazed at that. Yeah, 
I, I remember I messed up. I was nervous, okay? Yeah. Give me a break. I don't do this every day. But, no um, nerves now. What have I known Ryan for since he was... Yeah, let's not... Really, for the official, yeah. officially this time. So, I think I met Ryan when he was 15, right? That would make him, like, a, a freshman, sophomore. I know I met, I met him, like, because he, he was friends with my brother before he was friends with me. Mm-hmm. And then I became friends with them, and I think I met him when he was probably around, let's say, 16 years old. And now Ryan is going to turn 38, November 2nd. So I've known Ryan for 20. Ever. I've known him, I know him for 22? 23 years. Yeah, 22, 23. Yeah, because 16, yeah, 22 years, 22, 23 years, something around there. You know, he probably hates that he hired me and gave me an opportunity to be a printer and all this stuff, but I, I think I've done pretty good. I mean, not that bad. You know, every time this company's grown, I've been there with him, and he hasn't fired me yet or found. I mean, we've gotten into fights. We've yelled at each other, but. Well, and if you guys want to, if you guys listening want to look on YouTube, he's got a video called Family Tease. Oh, yes. And it's kind of like a MTV version of, like, what the store was like. But, like, just watching that, you know, being now an employee and then seeing where we're at now. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. And we, that's why I'm, I'm just thinking, like, I mean, if he hated me that much, if he hated me at all, I don't think I would be here Yeah, and for this long. Listen, there's definitely been employees where he hasn't known their name. Yeah. let's. I, it I, takes I, him a while. I specifically remember one employee that he just referred to as the girl. Yeah. Until, so, he, get, until he gives you a specific assignment, like doing shoes. Or if you're good at something, you give yeah. it a try Listen, or something I, like that. I vividly, and I'm pretty sure he's listening now. I vividly remember. We'll he go. Is. We'll go out with this story. Yeah. But uh, I remember mm, there was a Zack Ryder. Matt Card- there was a Matt Cardona order that went out, and there was so many stuff missing from it. And he was like, "What the fuck? Why did you send this out? Like, why were you so careless and irresponsible with this order?" And I'm like, "I have not shipped." anything out to Matt Cardona. I was like, in months. Right. I'm like, it's literally been five, six months since I've sent him anything. I was like, so did he just get his order? He's like, no, it was this one. He sends me the invoice. I'm like, I've never touched that. So I go into the shop. I go into our filing cabinet. I look at it. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I did not touch any of this. I'm like, there's none, none of my stamp, nothing. I'm like, so I don't know who did it. So I think me and you kind of like, message all all the shipping people like hey because sometimes like when i'm too i'm running around doing shit like yeah, they need to help they'll help me and like mm-hmm. they you know they take care of the the shipping and all the but orders under my help. area <laughs> I, they don't they don't do it much anymore because they, they wind up just messing things up well, but yeah. uh, it, it turns out that mark mark villanueva friend of the show he messed up the order Googly eyes. and i remember <laughs> ryan was just like why did that googly eyes motherfucker fire him? Please. He's like, fire him. He goes, I don't want him to, to ever touch any. And I'm just like, uh, Mark, buddy, just next time, just be a little bit more careful. You know, I'm like, it's, you know, keep your head down. Yeah. So mind you, this is him. He's like, oh, I fucking hate him. Why'd we hire him? Cut to like a few months later. We're all at like dinner. And he's like, you know what? He goes, I think Mark's my favorite employee there. Yeah. I like Mark. And I'm just like, you fucking hated him three months ago. And he sent that order or whatever that he goes, yeah, I don't even remember that. I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, of course you don't. Bro. Like the other day, we're all on lunch, and then Ryan walks in. And he's just like, what the fuck? You guys didn't invite me? 
And then he go, he's like, oh, and then Mark's like, hey, sir, do you, do you want to sit down on my seat? He goes, dude, shut the fuck up. You're way too nice. Yeah. No, he goes, not one person in here offered me their seat. Yeah, he's like, you're way too nice, dude. He's like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm just like, yeah, you are, bro. You're way too fucking nice. But yeah, Ryan, Ryan likes everybody and hates everybody at the same time, yeah. I feel. So and if you get on his bad side, it's Well, it was like when he was yelling. The worst. The last time he was yelling at Rick and he was just like, ah. Oh, He's like, come on, man. He's like, mistakes cost me money. And he's like, I never cost you money, Ryan. He's like, no, everybody in here cost me money. And I'm standing, I'm just standing right there because I'm he's like. He's a crossfire. Uh, I yeah, remember. Like, I just happened to be standing there. He goes, look at Berto. He goes, he's he's the fucking worst. Do you know how much money he cost me a year? And Rick yeah. looks at me. I was like, so much of it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ryan. Yeah. And he's just like yelling at Rick. He goes, Frank's. He goes, because he, I told him, I'm like, he's like, yeah, Frank's right. Nobody cares about this place like I care about this place, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, nobody cares about it. It's your business. It's out. Of, it's money out of your pocket. Right. If I always told Ryan, we can't ever, we can never do it. But I always told Ryan, I'm like, if everyone was accountable for their mistakes and what they did and paid the cost mm-hmm. of what it was, no one would get a paycheck. Yeah. Or a lot of people would would get deductions out of their paycheck, but you can't do that. And I'm just like, and that's like a threat to all the uh, to the people. Who are like, well, dude, I'm like. It's five dollars here. Now we got to redo this. Send this out. Now we're sending it mm-hmm. back. That's another. You know, by the time we're done, we make we make zero dollars or we're negative, yeah. and the negatives add up. I mean, yes, we do good, but it's just like, what the fuck, bro? Well, and like, I think, come on. I think, even though he's mad, like I've fucked up a couple times that were a little costly, and I was just like, hey, but you uh, caught a good one. Remember the 2019, 2018? I remember something you made. I'm not sure if it was. Well, a I didn't Jericho catch it. Thing. It was a Jericho cruise. Well, because I started. Well, did Ryan catch it before he sent someone it? Someone did, but like it was twenty. It was after months of like we had been looking at, it, but right. like we started designing it in 2019. But it was for the 2020 cruise, and he's like, Jesus fucking Christ! But like, yeah, like anytime I've made a big mistake, I'm like, I'll pay for it. He's like, I don't worry about. Yeah, it. I know. But like, that's he what just I say. wants to know that you're accountable. Yeah, and you care about what you're doing, and and that's what it is. People, I mean, people are just like, yeah. Well, pff, uh. I only get paid this much money. I mean, what do you guys want me to do? Your fucking job. Yeah. Mistakes happen. You're paid to not make mistakes. Yeah, you're paid to... Yeah. There's five of you to pay to look at the label that matches the label. How can an order be sent out to the wrong person when the label's on top of it? And your your job is to match up the names well, to the label. Well, the worst is when, like, like I was supposed to ship out uh, an order to a wrestler on, like, a Monday. He's like, yeah, ship it out Monday so it gets there by Friday. And then Thursday, he's like, hey... It was like Thursday morning. He's like, did you ever send me shipping for uh, this order? And I'm like, no, I didn't. But guess what? Uh, I'm going to send you money for the next day air uh, package that we're going to have to fucking send it to her. And it was very much like one of those things where it was just like, oh, you fucking idiot. Okay. And just walked away. Yeah. But like, again, there's other people we work with who would have been like, no, no, I uh, uh, then, did it. And then they would have bitched behind yeah. everyone's back. They would have right. like, what? Yeah. I have to. I have to pay $200 now to ship this? It's like, well... You should. Yeah, That's my paycheck. I don't give a fuck. I'm like... Yeah, but some, some guy's got to pay you. Yeah. He's going to pay you to mess up, then pay on yeah, top of that mess yeah. up. Yeah. So yeah. that's why. But, uh, yeah, we all, thank you, Ryan. We yeah. love you. We yeah. love Ryan. Thanks. He likes us do his we love being Yeah, let's all thank Ricky Barkin. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been great. Yeah. I love coming, talking to you guys. Birdo, Stank, beautiful um, studio you got here. Yeah. Awesome equipment. Um Glad to be on the hundredth episode. If you guys want me here in the room with Ryan, oh, you're in. It should really be. Uh, 
everyone just lines up out the door and comes in and fucking tells Ryan off <laughs> like how he is and see what happens. But, you know, that's just my idea. I don't know. You know. Well, listen, now we know. Well, we'll record an episode 100 with him, and then episode 101 will be that. Oh, yeah. thank you. Everyone's on yeah, be but, good. Uh, all right. Look, wrestling students are about to start wrestling training. Yeah, so I hear thunder. Yeah, I hear thunder. Uh, we're about to get out of here, right? Uh, thanks again, Frank. Yeah, thank no you. problem, guys. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's very funny because, like, I know how funny he is. Yeah, you know how funny he is, but and I remember talking to Cabana about it, where I was like, "Oh, we recorded an episode with Frank," and he was just like, "Was he?" And I guess based on just from knowing like how wrestlers work, like he asked me, he was like, "Was he not funny when you recorded with him?" And we're like, "No, no, no, he was." And I guess it's just like a thing where a lot of times there'll be wrestlers backstage who have this giant personality and once the light comes on, they're kind of just more like reserved and stuff, but never the case with Frank. You know, Frank is, he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's very much who he is at all times to everyone, sometimes to his detriment, but giant teddy bear nonetheless. And, uh, very happy that we had him on. Like I'm, I'm very excited for us to do that episode 101 with Ryan that we talked about because yeah, like it's a great idea. Yeah, and I I pitched it to Ryan too, and he was just like, "All right, cool, yeah, I guess we can do that." Uh, but Dave, last week we we kind of just brushed brushed by speaking on uh the the boys the boys yeah. I kind of want to just give everyone some time to to catch up. So if you haven't already caught up, we're def- we're gonna get deep in deep in with the boys. Yeah, no no pun boys. no pun intended. Uh, so again, fast forward if you haven't seen the boys, if you're catching up and you don't wanna you don't want it spoiled. Uh, three, two, one. Dave, what a fucking ending! Like I, uh-huh. I fully thought there is there is the possibility that Butcher is going to murder Ryan in cold blood when he yeah. picked up uh, that crowbar. Crowbar, yeah. Because it, like, I wouldn't put it past the boys to do that. But I was very happy when, like, they didn't, you know, with, like, Butcher, because there was a whole thing earlier in the season where Becca's like, no, like, you just, you're going to let your anger consume you and it's just going to take over, like, you know, like it's it's already too late. Basically, yeah. is what she was saying for him. And I, at least I felt, and maybe you might feel different. Like I felt him not killing Ryan was just like his way of like proving to Becca that he wasn't this monster and he had changed, and it was in him to, you know, be different and be better. And I'm excited to see where they go with it because. You also have Homelander, who Anthony Starr, the, the actor who plays Homelander, was like, if you guys thought he was insane now, wait, you guys have no oh. idea what's in store for season three. Because at this point, he is a broken man. like, yeah. And you saw some vulnerab- vulnerability in him. Like, legit well, vulnerability I'll, in him. I'll also say, speaking of Homelander, you know, there there is a moment where you think, oh, Billy Butcher's going to kill the boy. But then there's also a moment, Homelander comes, he's landing, he's covered in the viscera of all these men he's slaughtered, and he's like, come on. And then you see the boy 
shuffling behind Billy for protection. And in that moment, I'm also thinking Homelander could kill this boy because <laughs> yeah. he's so insane at this moment. Um, but yeah, I mean, this whole time you see Billy Butcher, you know, season one, most of season two, he's just, he's an asshole. He's jaded. He's cynical with good reason. But then, you know, they show him talking to his mom and dad, and then you get a little bit of, uh, you get a little backstory as to maybe why he is the way he is. And then in, in very much the same way that us, the viewers are looking at him, all the, all the crew is looking at him when, when Becca comes on and they're like, you're, you're the only one he's ever nice to. And they're just they're like, yeah, we'd like to see more of this. And, you know, there's times where he, he tried lying to her and he couldn't. And you could tell that was his true love. And he was just trying to honor that no matter what, like he even said, we'll get your son. I promise you. But like, he wouldn't do that for anyone else, but her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very excited to see where they go with the whole care with the whole Butcher Ryan relationship because at the end Butcher basically puts him into witness protection but like if Homelander wants to fucking to find that, if Homelander wants yeah. to find that kid he's going to find him like yeah. you, you know Becca Ryan was in a Homeland prote- or basically Homeland protection to begin with and he found him yeah so yeah if, if they are. Yeah, and then listen, you have the senator. What was her name? Not um, Newman. Yeah, Senator Newman. Yeah. Who? Victoria Newman. Victoria like Newman. That, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I think she's in cahoots with uh oh, what's his face? Um, with with Gus Fring. She's yeah. in cahoots with Gus Fring. So I I, I yes <laughs> I I think I think she's in cahoots with Gus Fring. Uh, which I know that's not his name on the show. I I forget. Yeah. But so you, you go back to the scene where she blew up, where uh, they were in court. Uh, what Doctor Vogelbaum was gonna, he was gonna mm-hmm. spill all the beans and all the Bill fucked beans. up shit Vought did, and she blew up his head, blew up every, you know, like protected yeah. Vought. And why would she do that unless she's uh, she's in cahoots with them? I think. I think there's there's something going on there, especially at the and also when um, killed the guy from the collective from the collective, yeah, where he was like, we have yeah. all these dirty secrets on all these soups, we're gonna bring them down, and then that guy dies. Uh, I think she's playing Edgar Sitwell, I believe is Jean Carlos Basito's character. Yes, Edgar. Yeah. yeah. So there's been people theorizing that he's also a soup, and that his power is that he's just super smart, very much like a Charles Xavier, which maybe. Yeah, would be would be fun. Would be fine. I also have a theory that Black Noir is either his offspring or a clone of him with V powers. Because there's there's something about him that like you you see in season two, he goes on a, a maniacal rampage at uh, I think it's Billy's aunt's house. Mm-hmm. They blow it up. They blow him up several times with pressure cooker bombs. And he's like Frankenstein. He's just walking through it. And then all it takes is a call from Edgar to tell him to stop, and he just walks away. He's got some kind of hold over Black Noir that we we haven't exactly seen from even Homelander. Like, even Homelander seems kind of scared of him. So, Well, in the comics, and again, we're going to get into yes. spoilers as far as the comics, just because 
maybe maybe they incorporate it into season three but whatever we're gonna talk about it uh black noir is a is a homelander clone clone. yeah and i very much thought that's what they were gonna go with this season but they didn't and so and it kind of looked like he, he had darker skin yeah, there was a one scene where yeah. they do show you a little bit of him, and it doesn't appear that's the way that they're going. But yeah. how, like, listen, I have I have all the faith in, in the world in in the, the, the Eric Kripke, the the writer for the boys, because they've just been knocking out of the park. Like, it, this was what I mean. We talked earlier about Dexter having a shit finale. This is one of the best finales of any season of any show I've ever seen. I very it mu- was. I very much love season two, maybe even more than season one. Yeah. And yeah, like there, there's a lot of ways that you could have gone with different things. Like I, I almost selfishly wish that Lamplighter hadn't burned himself to death. And I, I was like, you know what? It'd be cool if he was part of the team and they kept them on the boys, but you, you very much see how vain these, these people can be. They get addicted to the limelight and him being replaced. Like, I mean, the first thing he says when he's in Vought Tower, he goes, they replaced the statue of me? Mm-hmm. He was, he, even he was planning on killing himself the whole time, and he wanted to do it in front of his statue. I mean, that's how vain he was. Yeah. But, no, I mean, listen, if you if you haven't already seen it, for some reason you're listening to us you know, go on about the show and you haven't seen it yourself, just, just watch yeah. it. Like, it's so good. Uh, it's only 18 episodes, and... I'm just I'm bummed that we'll have to we'll have to wait as long as we're gonna Maybe. have to wait yeah for the for the next well season. and I'll, I'll tell you the power of the show like one I've been trying to get my best friend to watch it mm-hmm. and for some reason he's refusing and I'm I'm like I'll give you my my prime login so you can watch it and I don't know there, there's some shows that people just dig their heels in and they. They don't want to watch no matter how popular it is. Like Breaking Bad was one. Uh, Some people are very proud of never seeing an episode of Game of Thrones. And for a lot of people, there's this show. I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe they're feeling a little superhero fatigue. Mm -hmm. But but the other person was uh, my youngest stepson, Jake. And like he'll he'll come in when me and Annie were watching it. He's like, oh, I don't want to see it. I'll watch it later. And then after the finale, I showed him parts of the finale. And I was like, come on, you got to watch this show. And then, like, literally that night, he's like, I'll watch one episode of the first season, which turned into two. And I was like, I got to go to sleep. And I woke up, and he had not slept that entire night. He blew through season one and was halfway through season two by, like, six in the morning. And to him, it's one of – and then he finished it, and now he's trying to get his girlfriend to watch it. So, I mean, that's how good this show is. You take, like – a young kid that doesn't give a shit about anything. And he's like, I got to watch this show more now. So it's, it's definitely, you won't be disappointed. It is very adult rated though. So if you're squeamish about that stuff, you know, be warned. Conversely, I've actually, I've, uh, I've been disappointed that that's one show. That's like, it's been really good. I've been actually really disappointed with this current season of Fargo. Um, yeah, which is weird. Like I, I really like, um, Chris Rock. Chris Rock's Chris Rock, awesome yeah. in it. I have no problem with like distinguishing comedy Chris Rock and like serious actor Chris Rock. But it's just like every other season has had about two main characters that you kind of follow. There's usually an A storyline and a B storyline. This season's mm-hmm. been a little weird where there's not really that. 
um like the like Fargo itself kind of became or like Minnesota really itself kind of became a character and and as far as like being in Minnesota and people being from Minnesota and there's like that very Minnesota way about most people like the, the folksiness exactly uh and this season has none of it like they're in Kansas City there's a character who is uh from Minnesota I mean she at least has like a she has that Minnesota accent that's about it um I don't know it's it, it feels very weird like I'm I'm, just, I'm gonna give it a chance but yeah like I've actually been contemplating going back and rewatching season two of Fargo because that season was my favorite uh really fucking what good like if you like Patrick Wilson's awesome Ted Danson's really good in it um but yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's weird. I'm gonna start um, Lovecraft Country as well. Uh, I see that every week, and I can't watch it for some reason. Really? No. I mean, I'm just at this point they're almost done with it, so I'm like, I'll just wait. Like, yeah. you know, whether I love it or I hate it, there's not gonna be a season two for a while, so it's right. fine. Like it's you got as, enough time. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Um, yeah. But Dave, I before we go, I I wanted to. Uh, announce our Halloween episode. Uh, also, this Saturday we'll have an episode uh, where we'll be reviewing the movie Hereditary with friend of the show Wes Allen. Um, I'm very excited about that one. Very excited about that. Yeah, I might I might pop that in today and or tonight and and watch that. Also, tomorrow Monday I'll be recording an episode of the Draft Pod. Uh, it's on the same. Ne- it's on the Jabroni U Network along with. Uh, our buddy Wes Allen, you know, why did we ever meet his podcast? It's, uh, it's going to be very interesting. I don't know anything about sports drafts. Uh, I've been given the <laughs> rules. I, I'll wait till they announce like what the, what it's going to be about, but I'm recording that Monday. So I'll be letting should you be guys, interesting. Yeah, it should be very <laughs> interesting, especially based on the topic of, of the things that we're drafting. So, uh, yeah. but for Halloween, uh, the week of Halloween, we're going to do a Halloween episode. Uh, Halloween is something that I've, is my favorite holiday, which sounds like a very basic thing to say, but it is. Uh, and I thought it'd be kind of fun if me and Dave just kind of sat around and talked like past Halloweens. Like you have it at a different perspective as far as like you're a dad, you're a homeowner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't have either. <laughs> so I don't know what Halloween <laughs> is like from that end, but we'll have a special just fun sit at home, ep- like, kind of thing you yeah. know we do those from time to time just one of the at home episodes so that'll that'll be coming up in two weeks and we have some we have a, a quite quite the name quite the number of people that uh will be coming on pretty soon we just gotta actually sit down and record with them uh but dave unfortunately it's it appears it's that time of the week where i've run out of things to say and i as well have run out of things to say all right guys well for the pwt cast this week i've been scrump This is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.